Hey everybody, welcome to episode 102 of Vidja Game Apocalypse. 102 when your video game dial. Yeah. Call now. We're in the midst of GDC week and uh, none of us here are really going to GDC at all, so the news segment's going to be fun. I was gonna. I do have a fun story. Uh, yeah. You're I'll the only always. one. You're the yeah. only one. Dave Rudden. Yes. Uh, I'm your host, Michael Raparas. Who else is joining us here? Uh, I'm Christopher Antista. And special guest on loan from Retronauts. Uh, Michael Grimm? <laughs> Benghazi. <laughs> I'm, I'm convinced. It's, it's a convincing impression. No, sorry. I'm actually Ray Barnholt. Hi, Ray. Oh. Yes. Welcome, Ray. I'm like Bob Mackie without the scruples. <laughs> <laughs> love having Ray around. All my mm. weird interests on the internet tend to point back to you anyway. So mm. it's, 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 I love actually knowing you in, per, in real life. <laughs> Uh, like like when you told me that guy who made like all that weird who the same guy who made Brody Quest and the same guy who made yeah. uh, the, the crocodile ultimate. rock system of a down theme song the uh, same guy I'm like what and like, the ultimate uh, battle of ultimate destiny the same, ultimate wow. showdown ultimate showdown so the oh, yeah. same guy <laughs> working on the retro game challenge thing uh, is also the guy I got all my Jalico information from oh that's yeah. Ray and he's right yeah. next who to me who used to yeah. write about the Tower of Duraga on OneUp.com <laughs> yes what is yeah. that. <laughs> what? I'll I'll oh, cede the floor to you, right? Yeah, I guess so. <clears throat> uh, it's an old video game. <laughs> <laughs> well uh, put. That was the, it was part of the it was part of one Namco arcade collection where I was just like, yeah, I'll skip this part. <laughs> mm. yeah. Well, you shouldn't have, and I'll tell you why. After yeah. <laughs> the theme room for it didn't strike me. Yeah. Oh bullshit. <laughs> Tower of Duraga. Yeah. It just, like it sounded terrible, even listening to you describe it. But you did it so passionately. That's my whole thing, man. <laughs> wow. <clears throat> yes, we that's all can. Amazing. We all can that's be why, entertained by his pain. Yeah, that's why I then made twelve issues of a magazine about the same sort of <laughs> the tone. Tower, of the, voice, yeah. the Tower of Duraga sounds kind of like the made-up game the nerdy kid in the class mm. made. Like, yeah. do not step one first step further before you <laughs> enter the Tower of Druaga. Stop mm. it, Drew. Yes. Drew. <laughs> True. Yeah. So the reason we're talking about <laughs> Tower of Druaga and GDC is because this week's top five has nothing to do with either of those. Ah, ah yes. Uh, this is sweet relief, uh, Dave. I'm letting you suggest a top five for a second week in a row. Yes, and it's again an only five where it's like, I, can I think of five things that fit in this very narrow category? Yes, we. I could think of more, yeah. but most of them were awful. Yeah. Whereas only a couple of these are awful. Mm-hmm. So this week we're going to be talking about. Um, burping, burping, yes, <laughs> mm-hmm. L- loudly and away from the microphone. Uh, musical acts with non-musical video games. Yeah. These are largely vanity projects for mm-hmm. bands and single acts, mm-hmm. and they are all ridiculous. Some of them are actually good, though. Mm-hmm. Near Carvello's shredding challenge. We're gonna get that on there. <laughs> yeah. No, but we will start off with number five. Yes. This oh. Don't interrupt it. <laughs> Up and down the boulevard! Yeah, so that that is um, Steve Perry navigating mm-hmm. a bunch of uh, scissor-looking light, beams of light, grabbing his microphone, and then using it to shoot the, yeah. uh, the beams of light, which and have now become space invaders. That is also Steve Perry's level. You can't yes. play that yeah. with Johnny Guitar. I wish yeah. I knew another member you of Journey. You need to get to oh, Steve man. Perry's yeah. level. But you, you, San Francisco's you, owns Steve Perry, so by the way. There are five Journey. levels in this game, each representing a different galaxy and a different band member. Oh, uh, you know what the level select music is? Come here. 
Jesus! <laughs> what is? That's not a. Oh, oh, yeah. I, I, sorry, I do know what it is. In that city. Yeah, but, it, yeah, but it's it's their, one of their slowest songs, sped up yeah. to a great degree. Yeah, I know. And yet, it sounds like it's from Wizards and Warriors. I was going to say yeah. that. Yeah. <laughs> I expect to be falling down a tree at that point. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah, like having not played this game, but watched it on YouTube, it is <laughs> absurd. I played this game a ton. Yeah. Really? It it was in the early days of Mame. It was one of those yeah, things yeah, like yeah. we swear this is gonna we're, yeah. we found it. This is and we're real. It on and we're gonna we're gonna get it to work. And they couldn't for a long time. When they finally did, like I forget what it was, but we were like on a serious journey kick in the late uh, the mid to late nineties. Huh? And we, yeah, we we rocked this game hella hard, super sincere. Uh, approaching the Y2K virus that wiped out most of humanity. <laughs> Thank God I'm here to still talk about it. But yeah. for those of you who haven't played it, I mean, you play as all five members yeah. of Journey. They have five giant members. photographic heads on tiny cartoon bodies. Yeah. And it's like it, Jib Jab's first game. Kind of, yeah, <laughs> yeah. That's actually a, an apt way to put it. Yeah. And, like, you spend levels, like the, the drummer's level, mm-hmm. um, which I'll play an excerpt from in a second, but has you jumping on floating drums to turn them all blue. From red huh. to blue, and then Hubert. then you get the drums and you you <laughs> float down and shoot people with them and and get back to the ship. But it sounds oh, like right. this. I don't know. I don't know. Game over. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> but every time you get hit, you just plummet to the bottom of the screen and throw like a baby temper tantrum. So cool. it, it just <laughs> this is a photographic right. head looking vaguely dismayed. I think this is the first celebrity vanity project, and I'm sure it wasn't proposed mm. by the the members of Journey. They were just that big way, with yeah. that yeah. young demographic. Yeah. Actually, put their faces in it. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, <clears throat> I'm with you though. It was like one of the first things I played in Mame mm-hmm. because I had read in the uh, in the history book uh, Phoenix that uh, Ralph Bear was responsible for the camera. That they used to photograph their heads in. Oh wow! And so I decided to play the game because of that. And yeah, <laughs> so I'm I put to, you know I'm putting on. I my need to make amateur a journey mix CD if you. <laughs> no, is what I'm hearing. Just right let now. me put on my amateur video game historian hat <laughs> and leave it there for the rest of the show. Well, apparently, <laughs> it also nice <laughs> the arcade cabinet also came with that camera installed on it, yeah. so that uh, people who won <laughs> could take a picture of their own face and put it <laughs> in the game. Really? I believe that was the plan. Yeah, and then someone flipped it off. Like a test gamer flipped off the camera, and they're like, oh, yeah, we can't do this. And oh, then yeah. eventually a very tall man could just show his wiener to it. Right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Or yeah, someone could bring a step stool to the bar. I, I think I'm thinking exactly what you're thinking, Dave. Yeah. Minute Bowl. <laughs> Minute Bowl flashes wiener to the Journey Arcade. Right, right. <laughs> no, all you have to do is like, hey, give me a bar stool, quick. Yeah. <laughs> and then history repeated itself when the Xbox Live camera came yeah. out. Yeah. And everybody used it to transmit dick pics. Yeah. yeah. But dick Uno. Yeah. At that point, the camera was at perfect wiener level. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Have, you played, uh, have you played Uno Dick Edition? On the <laughs> <laughs> it's actually the default version. Yes, everybody's a wild card. That was a dumb joke. Can we this, move on? This, was at a, on this game was at California Extreme a couple of years ago. Yeah. I, I played oh, yeah. it there. They didn't have the camera. So uh, I took off my pants for nothing. <laughs> so you're just, you're just large, playing it with no pants, yeah, standing there, large just counter. ready for your moment. Yeah. Which is ironic, because Dave's dick around these circles is known as the wheel in the sky. <laughs> <laughs> Seriously, get that thing looked at. <laughs> Meatspin.com. Uh. <laughs> .gov. I, yeah, I, I bet mean, that's not taken. Meatspin.gov. <laughs> yeah, right. right. Uh. <laughs> Sovereign nation. All right, and... I think feel like I have something else to say about this, but I can't remember what it is. So let's move on to number four. Oh. 
game is dumb. Um, that is 90% of the audio from <laughs> Revolution X, yeah, yeah. including the clattering machine gun fire that uh, it just plays nonstop over Aerosmith songs. I swear if you let go of the trigger, it yeah. plays anyway. It's not a machine gun per se. It's a... Uh, a very fast disc shooter. Yeah. Compact. Well, the, the discs are the special weapons. They're like the grenades. Um, but most of the time you're just shooting out these like, very fast glowing orbs. Like the tagline to it says, music is the weapon. Oh, yeah. I believe uh, Steve, Steve Tyler Ooh. says that at one point. Ooh. If you're watching this, then they've taken over. It's up to you now. Find our car and stop the new order. <laughs> Remember, music is the weapon. Uh, two <laughs> great things about this clip. One, the delivery is amazing. I just really believe every word he's saying. Two, when he says, find our car, he actually... He, this is a video playing on a screen. The video image throws out a pair of keys, which you then catch. A hand comes up and you catch the keys. God damn it, this game is so stupid. Why is Aerosmith... This, this uh, game is about shooting like a million dudes in the dick. Yes. So right bloodlessly again. in the dick. No, uh, there's blood. There's always blood. But after you oh, get well, numbed to it, after a while you start to realize it's just a blood effect pasted over still graphics of like digitized dudes. Oh, where did this dudes. game premiere? Arcades? Yes. And oh, yeah. went to Sega CD or like... It went to a bunch of different systems. I, I was uh, on all the 16-bit pretty much. Yeah, yeah. I think I played it on... Uh, the Super Nintendo. So there wasn't a lot of blood. I have and there it on weren't Sega a lot of Saturn. Se- yeah. The Sega. Yeah, I knew it. It, it made it somewhere, but mm-hmm. I, I never. I only played on the <laughs> Super Nintendo, and I don't think I got the full experience. No, no, no. Oh, no. you really didn't. God, I don't like Aerosmith, and I don't like that. You get a much smaller, fuzzier sample of "Eat the Rich" on Super Nintendo, yeah. whereas you get like almost half the song <laughs> in the arcade and CD versions. Yeah. But I will say that the Sega Saturn version was not much improved from the 16-bit versions. It didn't have light gun support, which is a fucking travesty. Well, it was one of those weird, why else would you yeah. play that game? It was one of those weird light gun games where you're, the, the way that the arcade cabinet was set up, the gun could never go outside of the four quadrants of the corner. Right. And I feel like the way, like, you can't just map a regular light gun to that. No. It like it like Terminator Two that arcade game where it's like the guns on a pivot yeah, yeah. stump cabinet yeah <laughs> but I feel like you know when people started criticizing this game I was surprised um, like right. in retrospect because if you just play it in arcades it's kind of a cool experience because you got this giant gun that rattles when you shoot it the the graphics like for the time were yeah. kind of amazing like there were no other arcade games that played continuous it's, it's America clips. killing the arcades that's what's happening when kind I ever of. think of this. Yeah, and then then you know I got it. I got the home version finally, and spent a lot of time with it. And like this is garbage. Yeah. This yeah. is such shitty garbage. Right. Yeah. Well, like you take out all the gimmicks, and you're left with a very underwhelming game. I've got a uh, a wrestling anecdote to throw in here. Yes, <laughs> oh, the please. Today's weekly yes. wrestling anecdote yes. portion yes. of the episode. Yes. Uh, the <laughs> the enemy in this game is called the New Order Nation, I believe. Yes. And for, like, in WCW, a couple years later, the New World Order right. came together, NWO. you know, with Hulk Hogan and all them. And I thought, once the NWO started, I was like, wait, is that the same organization from Revolution X? <laughs> yes, it's yeah. Kevin Nash being shot by Steve Perry. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, Sorry, Joe Perry but or then Steve I realized Steve that was New Order yes. Nation. Yes. Yeah, New Order Nation, though, I, I was Steven. convinced. <laughs> I'm still a little convinced that this was a dig at industrial music and goth kids yeah. because the NON logo was exactly like Nine Inch Nails. No, the, the, if, you, if you really want to look closely at it, it is yeah. kind of Aerosmith fighting off the people who want to unseat the dinosaurs yeah. of yeah. rock! 
Yeah. Uh, hey, you're stealing all our young fans. Get off our lawn, you Trent Reznor. Yeah, take that, Kurt Cocaine. <laughs> <laughs> You'll take this bandana from my cold, dead hands. <laughs> yes, if you had the extra Ram Pack for your Saturn, you unlocked an extra scarf. <laughs> yeah. It's ah. great. <laughs> I believe this game also gave birth to Tomonobu Itagadi. Wait, what? The, <laughs> the, the drummy game? <clears throat> With his scarf. Oh, God damn it. No, he just loves Aerosmith. <laughs> oh, okay. Fair enough. Why do I hate Aerosmith? Oh, my That's God. What I yeah, Aerosmith was in every Dead or Dead or Alive game, weren't they? Well, they, I think they finally licensed it for DOA 3. Yeah. Then it was in the oh, volleyball wow. line. It was so alluded so to. Forth. Yeah. Heavily. <laughs> I do, why do I hate Aerosmith? Does everybody else hate Aerosmith now? Oh, yeah, sure. I wish yeah, I didn't. It was kind of. They had a brief period of like, oh, they were sort of okay in the 90s, and then like. Bleh. No, they, I, the, all the songs are terrible. Yeah. I feel like I liked them. All of those songs deserve to be played in a dive bar somewhere. Yes. Yeah. There's a great sketch that they don't air on SNL anymore. Here I am putting on my SNL trivia hat again, <laughs> okay. which is uh, Jay Moore playing uh, Joe Perry and Adam Sandler as Steve Perry, who sing their hits, crying, crazy. Amazing. And crying crazy. And amazing crazy. And then they blend them all together into like every... I'm amazing crazy crying. And like, yeah, that's pretty much what they did in the 90s and got really rich on. And it sucks. Except for Eat the Rich, which has a great message but a terrible song. I can't believe oh, Jay Moore had a memorable Saturday Night Live skit. Uh, he's, he writes about it in his book, uh, Gas I know, I've, I've read it. The band does... The, the band chapter does, was my one memorable in the <laughs> The band does quite a bit of acting in this game, uh, beginning with the immortal scene when they're uh, ushered off the stage by the New Order guys. No! Hands off, man. Hey! What the... Hey, back off! Stop this nonsense now, if you don't want to deal with me. Yeah, I don't want to deal with the dominatrix lady in sunglasses. That sounds terrifying. I want to deal with fucking Aerosmith trying to cover sympathy for the devil. What was happening in the background uh, there? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. They, they also, like, when you select different stages, a different member of the band will show up to give you some timely advice. These guys are maggots. They're putting chemicals in all our food. Stop the new order bus. Destroy Chemitech. It's a front for the new order. Okay, the first one to go see Nile. Tear down the wall. I think stop the new order bus. Is <laughs> Those bastards. <laughs> These guys are maggots. They're putting chemicals well, in all our food. That's like that default rock accent that doesn't exist anymore. <laughs> hey, we're just a little rock and roll band trying to entertain the people. Uh, it, there's also that one guy. You ever see? Every time they come on SNL, they do a sketch, and there's that one guy, Nairsmith, don't know his name, and he kills it every time. He's a great talker. I was hoping we'd hear a huh. clip of him. That's okay. I, I don't know his name, but he always has like the greatest. He has the best lines in Wayne's World too. And we may have heard a, a clip. I mean, of we probably him. did, yeah. but like he's like he he looks he looks the most uh, cro magnony and then uh, like okay. whenever he opens his mouth, he's like surprisingly articulate. Uh, yeah. and, and doesn't have the dumb rock accent like the rest of the fucking band. <laughs> Fuck Aerosmith is all I'm saying. <laughs> well, but they have an important parting message for us before we move on. Winners don't use drugs. Crying. Close. Don't give up. Go. <laughs> <laughs> Hey yo, there's a costume party running through the alley. Monsoon! The hell you say? What? The old enemy of Shaolin. They've taken God, Master Zen. We have to help him. I fucking loved this game. <laughs> mm-hmm. Wu Tang Shaolin style. Yeah. 
crazy. I was just thinking about this like last night. Really? <laughs> you should never stop thinking about this. No, I know. <clears throat> this is a strange saga behind this game that it started life as Thrill Kill. Yeah. And then that got shut down when EA bought Virgin Interactive. Eventually sold off the engine to Activision, and then Activision used it to make a game about the Wu-Tang Clan. Mm-hmm. And uh, it begins... There, there's there's actually a story mode to it, which there wasn't right, in Thrill Kill. Sure. Um, beginning when uh, their master is kidnapped, as we just heard. But uh, you get to you get to meet their master, who's this weird-looking old guy. Like, I can't tell if he's supposed to be uh, Asian or black or what, but his, oh, his face see. looks like... Uh, well, a, Asian. His face looks like a melting Very 3D exotic. sculpture that you'd see in an ad for, like, the art institutes. <laughs> um, but he, he gives a, a little motivational speech to Riza at the beginning. I need you to be the best rapper. Close. Oh. Do you forget, Riza, that the first Wu-Tang rule of a surprise attack is to not be taken by surprise oneself? You must study harder if you are to become a Wu-Tang master. I would never be able to beat you. I'm just not good enough. I'm just not good enough. This sounds like a Boondocks joke yeah, at this kinda, point. I mean, yeah. that could have just easily been an intro to one of their tracks. Yeah, this, this, is, <laughs> I mean, yeah. this is after Riza tries to ambush his master. Like the story Kato. mode is nothing but track intros. Yeah. It's, like, it's like Kato in a Pink Panther movie. He just attacks him when he gets home with his groceries. <laughs> but then uh, their master is kidnapped. They, they fight a bunch of dudes to try and, and free him. And in the end, uh, they have a big fight with the main bad guy, who's like just like a, a Chinese uh, kung fu villain stereotype. They beat him with killer bees. This old dude. Um, actually, they stuff a poison gas grenade in his mouth. Man! But before they do, his final words are. Ford. Who's your daddy now, boy? Huh. Hey, junior boy. Who's your daddy? <laughs> I posit Wu Tang Clan is something to fuck with. <laughs> <laughs> but my favorite clip from the game uh, it comes simply from Old Dirty Bastard when he rips someone's head off. Don't mess with Big Baby Jesus. <laughs> I didn't even know at the time that was like his uh, his, nickname. his nickname. He yeah, went by for the while. One of men. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Big Baby Jesus still does in my heart. Aww. No one else will ever be Mr. Ed. Appropriately enough, uh, ODB is a drunken master. Mm. Fights, you know, using drunken kung fu. Uh, Riza is like, wears a ninja mask all the time for some reason and uh, fights with paired swords. Uh, Ghostface couldn't be bothered to show up. No, Ghostface is in it. Okay, good. Inspector Deck, uh, Method Man, I think, has like a giant hammer. As you do. Mm-hmm. Um, that's how I think of him to this mm-hmm. day. Like, every time I, I hear him mention anything, it's like, oh, he's going to show up with his hammer and his backwards baseball cap. Every time you watch How High. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. What about like, Dan- every scene. What about yeah. Danny? Was he in the, in the game? Danny? Yeah, Danny Wu-Tang? Uh, no, I don't <laughs> think I could so. be thinking of something. I'm thinking of the Partridge family. Oh, <laughs> that was, that was okay. my mistake. <laughs> yeah. My mistake. He didn't belong. The Partridge clan. I'd watch that show. Number two. Uh, hands up, everybody who had the lyrics to Weird Al's fat going me? through their yes. when they Don't heard Don't you that. call me portly, uh, plumpy, or stout? Um, pudgy or stout. Pudgy or stout. <laughs> yeah. Let me tell you once again who's fat. Who's fat? Uh, uh, and you should just, if you need an excuse to see Weird Al in concert, know that he, I can't believe he still rocks the fat costume 
for one song oh. live yeah. every time you see him. There's just the ten minute wait before and after he performs. He, and up on the up on the up on the screen is like a King of the Hill sketch from the show where he talks about what you want to be weird out. He doesn't even make real music, and like it's a bunch of people in the in mainstream media making fun of Weird Al as he gets into a fat costume, and that's one of like like fifteen costume changes. Great show! I saw him for free just by going to Wild Adventures in Valdosta, Georgia. <laughs> so this game obviously is Weird Al's Fat Walker. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, if only. Oh, if only. Yes. It's Michael Jackson's. You made the wrong deal, Sega. Yeah. yeah. When when he was working very closely with Sega, and in fact, very there, closely, there were two versions. Mm-hmm. There was the Genesis yeah. version that everyone played, and the arcade version, which only a few people which played. People, I which think. is yeah. more likable. But the arcade version, when like the the. Opening splash screen says uh, conceived and designed by Michael Jackson. Wow. Huh. So yeah, yeah. There are many he's a game designer. He's prone to getting a lot of credits. Just you know, just putting his name on something is like, mm-hmm. hey, we're all millionaires now. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. not many people who can do that now. <laughs> That's true. That's true. Um, and one thing which uh, nobody batted an eye about back then, but which seems really creepy in retrospect, is that you spend both games. Rescuing kids from mm-hmm. uh, drug dealer Joe Pesci, but that's what the mo- the movie was about. Yes, that's and true. the movie is fucking like well, even like the last third of the movie. If you if you see in the movie, yeah. like this kind of pales in comparison to Vanity Projects. That movie is fucking yeah. insane. Oh yeah, that, absolutely. Yeah. You're right though. Joe Pesci is pretty creepy. Yes, he is. I will never <laughs> say Joe Pesci's not creepy. <laughs> But uh, in the arcade version, they actually gave Joe Pesci a voice, wow. and they really, really shouldn't have because he sounded like this. Classic Pesci yeah. line. <laughs> oh, that will catch me because I've got the palsy. <laughs> That's <laughs> and he's Bill Cosby. I think it's actually a step up from Mr. Burns in the Simpsons arcade game. <laughs> Uh, yeah, played that yeah. recently. That Welcome was Welcome to my world. Yeah. You can't you can't get Shearer. He wasn't even expensive back then. Yeah. These characters money. were so lightly defined when mm-hmm. that was made. Yeah. Um, Skinner was still black. But also, um, we can hear Skinner. the difference between what the kids said in the Genesis version and mm. in the arcade version. Michael. So that's Genesis. Oh, yeah. That was like she a Sonic noise in there too. It's a Genesis noise. Yeah, one yeah, of the well, four that could make. That's the noise that is made whenever he uh-huh. like flings his magic around. Oh, I thought it was uh, her ejaculating at the sight of Michael Jackson. Um, it yeah. might have been the other way around. Kids come running for the great taste of Michael. <laughs> <laughs> and of course the arcade version. Oh wait, no. <laughs> That'll do. That's Bubbles. That's Bubbles. He's a power-up in the arcade version. He turns you into a robot. He follows you in the Genesis version. He, he rides on your shoulders yeah. and shoots at dudes. But no, this this is the actual arcade sound. Slightly clearer. Well, it sounds older. Michael. Oh. Michael. That's because it's a boy. No! <laughs> that should be Yeah, a... you only rescue little girls in the Genesis version, but then there are children of both genders in the arcade. Can I get that file so every time you text me, I'll just get that? Oh, yeah, yeah. Michael! <laughs> That'd be great. Michael! <laughs> <laughs> yeah, sure. I wonder who texted me. <laughs> Michael! It's with Michael Jackson. Yeah. Complete with a little sparkle. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. The flourish. Uh, uh, this playing the Genesis game was one of the first times I realized. Oh, uh, I didn't realize it at the time in these words, but like, oh, games can be bad. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> that was beloved, though. Like, I never liked it, was, it but it, it had was, a lot of fans. It was launchy, and when the the console wars were like r- truly, truly heating up, um, I remember 
Sam's Club. Everybody was trying to find someone who had the Sam's Club membership because they were giving Genesis out, like, with Moonwalker free, period. Everybody got Moonwalker free. <laughs> oh, nice. So, like, most everybody I knew had Moonwalker um, because it was the cheapest way to get a Genesis, period. It was cheaper to get a Genesis with Moonwalker than to get a Genesis without Moonwalker, <laughs> in other words. Well... But come on, Genesis yeah. does what Nintendo don't. Yes, Nintendo, yeah. Nintendo didn't bother to give like, a pedophile his own I mean, game. <laughs> Until years later... They have Michael looking Jackson. Looking at you, Wario. <laughs> Too soon. Too soon? I do remember... <laughs> to the, make Wario It jokes. happened to you years ago. I think with the Genesis version, if you press up, Michael Jackson will like do a little hip thrust and go, yeah. Woo! Oh, so nice. what I would I there were like parts where you could like he would be blocked by the by like the foreground mm-hmm. and I would just be like he's peeing. That's what he's doing. Yeah. 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 time with it with like a library of Genesis games to choose from. Anybody ever said, hey, "Why don't you put columns in?" Well, <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's, that's such a strange game though. It's like you're you're playing as him in his smooth criminal phase. So the, you got the mm-hmm. cool white suit with the fedora. You know, establishing him as an early MRA. Yeah. And then... Hmm, uh, hat tips. Like, the first five hmm. levels, the the background music is just smooth criminal. Mm-hmm. And it, it's, it doesn't change until, like, you're, you're quite a bit into the game, which, you know... Yeah, I've seen YouTube playthroughs that lasted about 40 minutes, so... Oh, boy. Doesn't take a, that long. I have, a good so- I have a good sound to close out this segment with that I made yeah. for old Tidar. Oh, okay. Yeah, once MJ died, I found like isolated vocals of him and put it over the Genesis version of the music, and it nice. works pretty well. Oh, it's an original track made by me. Ooh, yeah, ah. we'll definitely have to, to play that at the close. But the screen clearing parallel up was cool, too. Yeah, 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 because you, you did a synchronized dance that involved all the enemies on screen. Even they if they were animals. Yes. Which is right or robots. just how the music <laughs> video ended. Hello? Yes. Is anybody under 20 still listening? <laughs> <laughs> and of course, that came back for Space Channel Five, which Michael Jackson was also in. Ah, yes. Uh, yes, that was that was a fine game, unlike this. But I, <laughs> yeah. I do remember also loving the arcade version because it was three player, mm-hmm. so right. you could have three Michael Jacksons wearing different colored suits yeah. on screen at once. <laughs> yeah. oh, I'm so seeing good. triple yep. six Michael Jacksons, <laughs> <laughs> and I think that they work? could all turn mm. into robots at the same time if they touched bubbles in time. That is a molestravaganza at that point. Six <laughs> Michael Jacksons, <laughs> molestravaganza. Yeah, there's your episode title. You're oh, welcome. Fair enough. <laughs> Sorry, Ray. Your name no. will be underneath it. <laughs> I'm, I'm Moving okay. on to the one that is probably the best, but we are probably all the least enthusiastic about. This belongs to Orda, the scourge of Odessa, the head of his favorite wife. Famed for her beauty, he covered it in diamonds when she died uh. and kept it by his bedside. Damn, look at that ice, man. <laughs> skull. Is priceless. You lucky motherfucker. Okay, let's roll. Let's roll. <laughs> he was actually talking to his entourage as someone was holding an iPhone next yeah. to his throat as he was running out of a building when <laughs> yeah. he was laying down those vocal tracks. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> like, those people don't sound like they're in the same room at all. No, no. I think so, one of the reviewers said uh, the, the voice acting sounded like someone had a plane to catch. <laughs> but the game is... Yeah, Fifty great. Cent Blood on the Sand. We it haven't said the title yet. I love the game. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it Not is bad. an unabashedly silly uh, mm-hmm. shooter with lots of cover mechanics. Started life as se- like a serious. A, there was one before Blood military game. Yeah, there there was Bulletproof, which Bulletproof sucked. It was on a just yeah. lousy, mediocre Max Payne clone. Yeah, and that was kind of serious. 
Yeah. This one, like, he, it had learned to take itself not seriously. I think 50 Cent himself took it very seriously. Mm-hmm. But then <laughs> yeah. the developers knew better. Yeah. Right. <laughs> it, was, it was just a, a, a right goof about. And one, <laughs> one of those things that, whatever, what happened to THQ? They hitched their horse to shit like this. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, and, like, year, literally years in the making. Millions of dollars to produce a 50 Cent game. Yeah. And, like, and, and Blood on the Sand is way better than it deserves to be. Yeah. And part of the reason why it's so fun is because it's so fucking absurd. What, what do you, he has to play a concert venue to pay back a debt to the yeah he ha- he has to play a concert venue he's supposed to get ten million dollars for like giving a concert in Iraq or like mm. some similarly war torn lawless country main treason yes in yeah. country um, music then yeah he and the the promoter doesn't pay him the money it was stolen by a local crime lord so the promoter pays him with this priceless skull that he has for some reason and then it immediately gets stolen just that good and and then 50 goes on a rampage to uh, fight an army of uh, crystal skull thieves probably causing them more than 10 million dollars in yeah. damage but uh, as the man himself says First, the first draft involved uh, the bad guys uh, poisoning the supply of vitamin water. <laughs> Man, Thank you. that would just Thank see you. that that would be a believable cause for a rampage. <laughs> and then then fifty is is uh, avenging all these lives that were taken by uh, his product, rather than just you know fighting for his own greed. Yeah, <laughs> which this is. I mean, he put some heart into that uh, that vo. Yeah. Dave, you and I should stream this soon because yeah. it, oh, it has co-op. It has co-op. You can I don't want to be DJ Who Kid. You can play as one of three <laughs> different members of G Unit. Here's Tony. Yeo offering some helpful advice. Uh, who could forget? Check out these crates, Fifty. You'll find some good shit in there. He's trying yeah. a lot harder than Fifty. Check out these crates. Yeah. Yeah. And there were good shit in those crates. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Good tutorial. It's, yeah, excellent tutorial. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Press A to jump. A button to jump, dog. <laughs> <laughs> but also has a bunch of language that uh, wouldn't fly in today's SJW friendly world. That bitch has got my skull, and I want it back. Also, just great to play out of context. (laughs) (laughs) It's scope. That bitch has got my scope, and I want it back. Oh, scope. (laughs) Also, I just like the idea, like, she stole his skull, and he's, like, headless. Like, it's it's a deadhead (laughs) Fred thing. (laughs) Uh Yeah. Or decap attack. Yeah. Yeah. Now I gotta steal the head of other hip-hop artists. (laughs) Gain their powers. Did, Did Fitty go away? He's still around. Has he? Like I haven't. I, I know he's saying a lot about birthdays, and then we haven't heard <laughs> from him for a while, right? I don't know. Um, Go soul. It's your mitzvah. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, do do any of us really pay attention to his career? I but I don't have to to know who's popular in pop music and know that he's not. The last thing I heard he did was date Chelsea Handler. Yeah, I'm on the pulse. Really? Maybe. Wow. Well, I don't know. I think mm. she said they just banged. Yeah. Well, he's not into making love. I know that. Yeah. No. Well, the, the last I heard was the Aziz Ansari joke about him ordering grapefruit soda and then demanding to know why it wasn't purple. Uh, <laughs> but he's, he, he has gone on record since then saying, no, I know the difference between grapes and grapefruit, for fuck's sake. <laughs> uh, this, is, this is really fun and one of my favorite moments from that GR 24-hour stream because we kept trying to stream this. Years after the popularity of everything involved had waned and was gone, mm. and the, the servers were still up, and like, but it couldn't hold wow. anybody in there, so they would just disappear. You'd be stuck there with a, a like, <laughs> the AI, the, the uh, CPU would not take over the co-op partner, so he'd just sit there, and you'd be stuck in the level. And finally, we just started unloading our clips into the head 
of this uh, of our co-op partner, and with a coordinates uh, blood spray, like, and it looks hilarious. This guy just sits there in this breathing animation as you're pushing rockets into his nose, and his <laughs> head is exploding, and he's just like, just yeah, no, it's a static animation. What? <laughs> checking his watch. It's really yeah, no man, I'm good. <laughs> There's a really good laugh in it. The, 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 two, the 20 people who watch the GR 24 hour marathon video uh, will will know it well. Well, mm. the the odd thing about this is, you know, we were talking about 50 Cent Bulletproof, mm. and that was a game that came out at kind of the height of 50 Cent's popularity, mm. and it sold really well despite being kind of crappy. Yeah. Uh, I I had the figure somewhere. I did like a whole article around uh, terrible games that sold really well. Um, but oh it, yeah, I it definitely that. sold better than it deserved to. Mm-hmm. And then this came out, and I kind of feel like, well, number one, his popularity was waning a bit. Mm-hmm. Number two, I think everybody was sort of turned off of the idea of a Fifty Cent being in the game in a game after the first one. Like even people who were into it before. Well, number three was there was when there still was a THQ. They couldn't make money even when their games were incredible successes. Yeah, I mean, this game was delayed like a year. Um, mm-hmm. It, it year, years in development. It didn't sell very well, if I remember right. It was on bargain bin shelves, but it sold better than you thought it pretty did. quickly. It, it sold better than you would think it sold. It, like, a, 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 like somebody bringing over a port of a Japanese game would have been like doing doing naked dances over piles of money with yeah. if they brought in that was 50 the Japanese blood game. In. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> It was actually published in Japan by Bethesda Software. Was it really? Yes. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. It would have been done, would have done way better with Bethesda. Probably, probably. <laughs> well, that's that's a pretty short top five, all things considered. Don't but, be sad. Oh, don't be sad. It's not the end. We promise. There's still free drinks out there at GDC. I can go grab. Oh, all right, mm-hmm. all right. Don't well, stop that, believing. That's what the audience really cares about. <laughs> <laughs> Length. <laughs> yeah, sure. Uh, well, in any case, we're going to take a break. When we come back, we'll talk about some new releases, some news, uh, get to your answers to whatever last week's question of the week was. So stay tuned. Everybody, it's me, the disgusting rodent-like creature that lives under Chris's porch, also known as the raccoon, and I'm here, of course, to tell you how to support Video Game Apocalypse. You know this by now. You know, for example, that you need to subscribe, rate and review us on iTunes. That's probably the most important thing. Like us on Facebook, follow us on Twitter at VG Apocalypse, and you'll get notifications when the show goes live. Usually at like yeah, four or five a.m. on Thursdays, whenever that is, Pacific time. It's probably sometime in the afternoon, conveniently, if you're in Europe or anywhere else in the world. Also, there are a bunch of ways that you can support the show financially. I know a lot of you are worried about that. After Chris put you all on a big guilt trip last week If you go to lasertimepodcast.com You'll notice that there are Amazon links down the right side of the page Click on those and even if you don't want the thing you clicked on Just search for whatever you do want As long as it's in the same session We'll get a little cut of whatever you spend It, it costs you nothing extra And uh, gives us a little something that lets us know you appreciate us I think we still have some terrifying Skull Logo t-shirts At store.lasertimepodcast.com If you go now and uh, buy them while they're hot T-shirts are hot, right? Or you know what, just tell a friend That's free and it, it helps us immensely Tell a friend, again, like us on Facebook Follow us on Twitter Retweet us on Twitter And... 
maybe help us grow our audience a bit. Uh, you know, maybe we can use that to attract an advertiser, and then you only have to listen to someone else talk about something else for a minute per show instead of me ramble on uh, at length during the, the break and being boring and high-pitched and annoying and, you know, all those things you hate. Finally, uh, go to the forums, register an account, answer the question of the week, pitch new stuff to us. You can do that, you know. You can pitch us top five ideas if you want or ask us questions we might even answer. Comment on, on the articles at VigigameApocalypse.com and just show your love in general. Devote every waking hour to being a fan of Vigigame Apocalypse and or Laser Time. We're not picky, just pick one. It's pretty much all I have to say this week, so back to the show. And welcome back. Our podcast is totally on the ball this week. This is amazing. Yeah, I'm sure that the raccoon was uh, scintillating and entertaining, as always, in the five or six minutes that uh, we allotted him this week. But uh, it's our second segment, so let's begin with... And we do cherish them because there's a lot to cherish this no, week. We don't. Beginning with Five Nights at Freddy's Three. Uh, enough. Oh, God, how <laughs> that, many? That announced and released the same week. It was surprise. Uh, it was announced so, yeah. by surprise. I think. Yeah. So how many? Like, it's been less than a year, right? Since it's the first not expensive. Game? I don't hate the games. I think they're kind of neat. I just man, you I hated all, the first one. I didn't hate the first one. I just like. I was uncomfortable being it being an interactive phenomenon. Hmm. Spawning imitators. Yeah. You scared of it? I was scared of it, but that's the whole goal is to like yeah. sit there and stare at nothing until some until an animated gif pops up and screams at you. Did you hate it because it made you cry? No, I didn't hate it because of that. I hated it because it had all the elegance of like a 1970s Spanish variety show. <laughs> Why Spanish in particular? Because they're all about cheap thrills. Oh. Probably start laughing mm. on camera See, afterwards. I, I always thought of them as having all the elegance of one of those things that you'd show to kids in like the late 90s that would just like be something cute or innocuous and then would suddenly pop up with a screaming bloody face. Oh yeah, so it was like that early internet thing where it's like, look at this maze for 10 minutes yeah, and yeah, then exactly. it'll change into yeah. a scary <laughs> but it is, it And then is, the little kid cries. It's a wonderful example of, of pretty fun storytelling though. And that there's there is a there's there's seeds of a story in this weird thing you can play over and over again for like in a, if you played it over and over again on your first night, you could play it like 20 times. Uh, and you could you could experience the game in all these different ways and learn things about the story. And I think that's what makes it compelling to people. It doesn't mm-hmm. tell you anything at all, and you just have to like. I do like that. There's I do an like entire fan community devoted to filling in the blanks. And it's crazy. It's, it's amazing to read, and I, I love reading that stuff. I just like the game itself. Like, it's just like really this. Yeah. <laughs> well, even the slightest bit of interactivity helps that sort of thing. Because yeah. like, you know, look at all the horror movies that are out there. I think like, now Paranormal Activity has lore. Great, thanks. Yeah. <laughs> but I mean. <laughs> I just saw it something through. you can sort of play. I mean, that sort of that, draws that, people. That kind of ruins. Like, I think it helps horror games immensely mm-hmm. to have lore, but horror movies, it, it sort of destroys them. Like, yeah. I, I like that the, the thing is unknown, and when it like when it becomes the demon Pazuzu in the Exorcist sequels, and mm-hmm. you have to go to Africa to find the idol that it comes <laughs> from. Like, now it's boring and stupid. Yeah. Who cares? I like Halloween more once Rob Zombie told why Michael Myers was sad. Oh yeah, no, that's important. <laughs> Mm-hmm. <laughs> if you want the sad state of where horror movies have gone, I just saw a trailer for a movie called Unfriended, I think. Mm. Oh, right. right. <laughs> oh, no. Which is entirely based off of, like, chat technology and, uh, like... It's all one, in, like, a Skype window. Yeah. yeah. The one th- the, there's one, like, scene I've seen in the trailer and, like, already parodied where... Uh, 
like some crazy stuff happens in the in the, the mm. main Skype window, and then everyone in the Skype chat below is like, "Everybody, put your hands up! We got to see who's messing with the chat." And they all have their hands up, so that means nobody's <gasps> messing with the chat. Yeah. But the chat's still messing up. What? Isn't that scary? Yeah. And the hook was in the uh, iPad. <laughs> the hook the brings time. you back. Uh-huh. <laughs> yes. Oh, that blues traveler. That's some scary <laughs> shit. Can't but believe that, we allowed that, that, that to be popular. That sounds like middle-aged people trying to relate to the kids of today. Yeah. It's a yeah. cynical attempt at making, making, aiming a horror movie at young kids. But mm-hmm. there's also, like, there, like when I'm playing Five Nights at Freddy's, and I was genuinely scared. I played it with you, Michael. We have a stream of it. Mm. And I did make the mistake of, like, uh, dropping some marijuana beforehand. And I don't deal with that <laughs> shit very well. And I was very, very scared. But, it, but, it was, <laughs> but all the scares were on the level of, like, the girl is walking around the apartment where Jason might be. And she hears a noise and a cat jumps into the camera. And all we're right. all super scared yeah. for a second. And, like, there's no genuine... It doesn't even have Jason-level scares. It has the precursor to Jason-level yeah, scares. Has, mm-hmm. It has a few, though, like, the things that jump out. At, like, the, the fox caught us by surprise. I remember, like, people were saying, like, Oh, Foxy gonna get you. You're running down the power. Like, what are you talking about? Yeah. Like, right, right. And, and, uh, and then some douchebag on YouTube's like... Uh, yeah. I also love the, the spooks that we got from, like, just <laughs> turning on the light outside the doors. Yeah. And, like, oh, shit, that bunny's there. I'm gonna close this door. Yeah. Just his dumb little face, like... How's it going? Open it up. Oh, he's still there. Close. And I don't want to be too cynical because I do like the idea that, like, it's an interesting way to take games where, like, the game is best experienced while watching somebody else play it. Mm. That's a weird phenomenon. Yeah. I am uncomfortable with it because I'm old and untraditional. Mm. But it is neat. It is neat, the idea that, like... Yeah, like a year how long ago did, that, that, that's the other thing I'm uncomfortable with Five Nights at Freddy for how long ago did the original think, come out less than a year yeah we were unemployed at the time so. <laughs> but, it's, but, it's, but it's cheap it is cheap yep. um, and it's like one guy doing it yeah it's yeah. one guy doing it so I, that's I the part that. that should make you yeah. furious he's probably rich off it would you guys now. feel better if it was if these are episodes and it was the first season I, of no, Five Nights maybe, at Freddy's yeah. no, well then we'd feel bad about like these I, coming up too I'm far calling, apart I'm, I'm no, calling my true. complaints useless but mm. the idea of somebody being able to release like a Mario game that the world needs to play while other people are watching and they can get the same kind of experience out of it and still laugh at the people playing it that's crazy that's really cool that's that's an interesting way I never thought games would go and we were just playing iDarb and like the, mm. the whole goal there is to fuck with people mm. watching you play fucking with you mm. yeah. wow and it's really neat. It's a, it's a really neat thing. I never expected interactivity to go, and I definitely don't want it going any more towards uh, <laughs> iOS stuff because I'm tired of seeing that crap. Do you uh, see how many games are submitted to iOS in a month? Uh, too many. 12,000. Oh, that's it? 12,000 games have submitted in a month. Wow. Well, speaking of games that should reside only on iOS, mm. uh, our, our former magazine our former magazine colleagues at Pregnancy are getting their own game this month uh, called Pregnancy coming to PC. That and can't be true. I, I, I'm looking at it on the on GameSpot's release list, so you know it's set in stone. Uh, but I, I I don't know anything about this game, but I have been seeing a disturbing trend on Twitter recently, like. There is a whole cottage industry of pregnancy games mm-hmm. on oh, iOS of like yeah. deliver this baby and then like <laughs> they have babies. They have unlimited or unlicensed <laughs> Disney ones. They oh, have yeah, yeah. like uh, Monsters Baby or Pets Baby, which is like this yeah. weird uh, cat furry delivering a, uh, a kitten. Which yeah. A lot of women I grew up with are going to seriously have to like take note of Pets take, Baby. You see what they're saying? Yeah. Right. Yeah. Deliver Olaf's baby from Frozen. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> He's born without bones. Yeah, it's just. Oh. It's a good Frozen reference, you fucking assholes. I, I, I got it. I just yeah, wasn't yeah. totally loving it. Um, <laughs> 
So it was really special. When, who, who, who delivered Olaf's baby? Or who was there? In that fan fiction, I know what you're talking about, Ray. Sven, he delivered no, it with his Wade mouth. Wade it, no. It was Mike What's-His-Face from Monsters, Inc. <laughs> Mike Wazowski? And, 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 yeah. yeah. Hmm. And Olaf had a baby. Mama Sugar! Oh. This, is, this is some of the greatest fan fiction in the world, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> you should read it. Oh, well, what Michael's talking about are just basically what I call now SEO games. <laughs> it's like... I did you download the template, you add something that looks vaguely mm-hmm. like a Disney character, and there you go. Yep, that's off to the race. Exactly what we they never are. did create Flappy Benghazi. We were supposed yeah. to. <laughs> <laughs> well, we, we got stuck on what is it supposed to be? Is it like just the city flying around? No, it's is the it? word, man. People oh, got to yes, know. That's right. That's right. <laughs> but and yeah, Hillary so, Clinton for kick. And somebody made the point that the, like the pregnancy game, she just like uh, put up a picture of a block of them, and she's like, so these like just like. Uh, the modern day equivalent of like puppy surprise and like those pregnancy toys that came out in like the nineties, like eh, yeah, that's actually pretty good. Like these are aimed, if you look at them as like these are aimed at little girls who are interested in childbirth. Like yeah, well, they become slightly less creepy somehow. I don't know, but there are the less legitimate ones that are a bit. Oh, they're uh, all illegitimate. Well, I mean the, super, the babies. I mean, oh yeah, right. <laughs> yeah. Well, we won't speak of that. It better be. <laughs> but, I mean, the ones that are like a bit, a bit too gory for what should be a kids' game. You know, uh, a bit too cartoonishly uh, yeah. gory. It's like, yeah, let's you have to uh, deliver, but with a chainsaw C-section, exercise, yeah, exercise some parental discretion. Yes. Mm-hmm. Doctor Baraka will see you now. You don't have any scissors. <laughs> what are you going to no, do with I the would. umbilical cord? <laughs> that I would play. Yeah, better use the tooth tool uh, <laughs> to gnaw at it a bit. Um, there's one that you said you could talk about, Ray. Uh, it's coming out this week. Oreshika Tainted Bloodlines. Oreshika. Oreshika. Tainted Bloodlines, yeah. So this is actually a sequel to a PS1 game that was kind Whoa. of a cult hit in Japan. Wow. Called uh, Oreno Shikabanio Koete Yuke, which people translated to Over My Dead Body, which is a bit disingenuous. Uh, I mean, it doesn't quite lend it. None well to the description, but it's an RPG, pretty, pretty traditional RPG. Except uh, there's some bits about uh, you know you can uh, you have to bury, basically carry on your lineage. So if people have been playing Rogue Legacy, for example, just imagine that as a straight JRPG instead huh. of you know uh, action platformer because you, know, you die and you basically carry on your legacy and you know you can you know have sex with gods and carry them on that way. As you do. Um, but hey, I'm just telling you about this great stuff up front. Uh, <clears throat> but it's I actually, mean, do you have to deliver them with a pregnancy minigame? No, I wish. <sighs> right? Well, that limits its appeal to uh, today's yeah, kids. Yeah, what system on. is it on? It's on Vita. It's got touchscreen updations. I can't exactly, open it again. Exactly. I can't crown something. Yeah. <laughs> it is a Sony production. Like I said, it was a popular game in Japan back in the day. They released it for PSP back then. So they finally came out with a sequel, mm-hmm. and we finally get it in English now. Uh, and yeah, it's, it's also it's very beautiful, very painterly. It's very kind of based on. Japanese mythology, as you may have guessed from me talking about fucking gods, <laughs> and uh, yeah, it, it actually it's actually a pretty decent art JRPG. You know, I think uh, it's worth checking. But that's out. weird. A follow up for a PS One game? Yeah, I mean, you know? it was yeah. it was a long time like coming. Three PS three PlayStations ago. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Roughly. exactly. <laughs> but it's still interesting. I don't because I don't know what becomes cult in Japan. I, you whenever I've been there twice, and you go to a game store, I'm like the things that become cult. Yeah, it's weird. A, yeah, sometimes it's hard to tell. Yeah, there's like the yeah. really super cult stuff, like Death Crimson, but and then there's stuff that a little bit more mainstream. And then even like more game. weird, like like stupid Buzzfeedy cult, like 
okay, what is this shrine to Chuck Rock? Like this can't be this can't <laughs> yeah. be real. Like, yeah. what happened here? It's like the owner of the shop was yeah. really good. <laughs> yes. yeah. I still got it. Yeah. <laughs> I still get it. it Mint in box. Yeah. Eight hundred bucks. Mm. Yeah, I do love going to Japan and seeing like, you know, the rare Japanese versions of games like Batman Forever. Mm-hmm. Which are like, you know, Dude, I love their, their rare import section. Yeah, is it, it'll make me roll on the floor. Yeah, yeah. Like this is like six copies of Sonic and Knuckles and <laughs> Revolution X. <laughs> Rated Georgia for Georgia. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, and uh, one more selling point, uh, if I may. Orishika is uh, twenty bucks. Oh, that is a pretty strong yeah. selling point. Uh, it should be the standard. I do love that the Vita is at that place and it's and it's like yeah. where it's like. Mm. Anything come out in Japan, we got to bring it over. Yeah, no. oh, so we yeah. got we got nothing else yeah. for this thing. Yeah. Literally nothing. Uh, just just slap a new lower price on PlayStation All Stars Battle Royale. Oh, it's already free. Fuck. Uh, we'll give you money for downloading it. I think consoles are in a super weird position coming into this generation, but it is nice to see how Microsoft, to a lesser extent, but Sony is shepherding and other people's projects. Like also new this week is Ali Ali, yeah. which normally wouldn't, Ali too wouldn't get like welcome a, to Hollywood, which <laughs> doesn't seem like it get a super huge push in any other land, but this weird landscape we're looking at now, like here's a super unique, really fun, very fast, uh, very hard, very hard uh, skateboarding game. I really like the original Ali Ali. I played it until I really hurt. Yeah, there's a brave new landscape that can accept skateboarding games. Hey, shut up, Dave. That's not what I'm talking about. <laughs> like to be able to to be able to see a potential in like a, a, a anything other than like a triple A shooter. I don't even know if, how how you end up seeing that. Yeah. Like I don't know what that looks like. I, I know how people make big games. I, I've been a part of that process for a long time. But for Sony to find faith and like put itself behind a game like Ali Ali, like a little game, mm-hmm. that's that's neat and weird. And I like that it's happening. And um, it's an exclusive to Vita for a little while. I'm guessing just like before, or it's free with PS Plus. It is free with PS yeah, Plus. Yeah. And uh, and it, last time it was exclusive for a little while because it can work on pretty much any other platform. But like, man, you're gonna need buttons super hard. Mm-hmm. Anybody else play Ali Ali? A little bit I'm of it. Done. Really fun. Really fun. Yeah. Like uh, I if, will now. If you like the... You remember like the first time you played Tony Hawk and discovered like all the weird-ass tricks you can do? It was like a Street Fighter game where you're fighting the environment. Mm-hmm. That's all Ali Ali <laughs> is with none of the stupidity, none of the dumbass melancholin music. And hey. <laughs> I like that dumbass melancholin music. Yeah, I do too. It's almost a callback to the top five. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, Ali Ali too. If it's free, Jesus Christ, why do I have to recommend it? Mm-hmm. Uh, not free is a new episode of Resident Evil Revelations 2, um, Contemplation. Are we going to have to talk about this every week for the now? next No, two I'm just mentioning weeks. it. Um, so do all the chapters end out, in, in, I guess. did all the chapters end in Asian? <laughs> I sure hope so. Contemplation? Yeah. What was the first one? I, I don't know. Masturbation? Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it was, um... And not so much into older Claire, though. The Bill so O'Reilly yeah. Nation. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. New Order Nation from the right. Revolution <laughs> X Tileverse. Uh, Resident Evil No Spin Zone. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Zombie Army Trilogy is coming to PS4. I have no idea what it is apart from its connection to wow, Sniper Elite. what a storied trilogy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but if it involves uh, pumping skulls with slow motion sniper bullets, uh, that could be interesting. Sure. I mean, it is the natural kind of progression of Sniper Elite. Like, yeah. you're shooting brains, why don't they... Why, yeah. why are they human oh, brains? Shoot <laughs> things that eat brains, and maybe they'll eat the yeah. brains you shoot. Can I shoot their nuts, and will they explode? Yes. Well, Only then. Zombie nuts. What a horrifying thought. I would think for some zombies, they've already decayed. Yeah. 
Like, what if you shoot and it just goes to the close-up X-ray camera and there's just nothing there and the bullet <laughs> passes through harmlessly? Yeah, I bet it pops and then it just says "psych" in really big letters on screen. If you ever dropped a really old avocado, I bet that's what it looks <laughs> oh, like. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yum! I'm, I'm right there with you. Uh, <laughs> I'm never eating guacamole again. Guacac. Um, <laughs> I'll stop. I'll stop. This is too much newness. Uh, La Mulana EX is happening on Vita. Mm-hmm. So I don't. What do you know anything about what separates uh, EX from just regular La Mulana? I do sort of because I sort of read about it on the way here. Um, okay. <laughs> uh, first of all, La Mulana is kind of this two uh, D Metroid-ish adventure game. It's really based on a lot of old MSX games that Konami used to make. Mm-hmm. A lot of adventure type games, like the very original Goonies game. They also made stuff like, uh, what the hell is it called? Like the Nightmare Games back then. Yeah, uh, we talked about it a couple of weeks ago on mm-hmm. episode 99, Indiana right. Clones. Yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. Yes. So uh, mm-hmm. th- this is the Vita port of the remake that they made. And I think uh, the EX just, uh, uh, excuse me, the EX means that they added like a monster bestiary, which is not a, a sexy thing, but they also added like a, a new mode that is. Uh, what they called more accessible to uh, some ca- more casual players because this is a really uh, hard game, not just in an action sense, but it's really based on puzzles and trying to figure out things that are not at all obvious to you. Yeah, because you have to mm-hmm. find these treasures and even just the first part. Like, yeah, it, it took me. I think I failed a bunch of times and then watched on on YouTube. Like, oh, I have to go talk to this village elder yeah. and then get into the temple. Otherwise, I'll just be slaughtered by birds. Yeah. Then you have to go find a switch that opens a door up above, but you can't go straight up above. You have to go back all the way around. And all yeah. Yeah. Um, but it's cool. <laughs> and I believe, uh, from what I understand, like the EX mode, mode sort of adds extra tools or something like that to help you sort of... Oh, I, I, I'm sorry. Yeah, you can like warp to any area now. Or something in the EX mode. Oh, and, that's uh, kind of that's probably yeah, useful. That helps along, it makes it a bit more open world, I suppose. A bit. Um, as opposed to you know, it's like if you played Metroid and everything was open. Like maybe not the most exciting thing up front, but because this game is so front loaded with puzzles and stuff, it's like mm. it's not that big of a deal. It doesn't really suck all the fun out. Oh, that's good. From yeah, I kind of feel like after listening to you guys talk, we should add an extra segment in here that's just like you guys talking about Japan, and <laughs> okay, yeah, sure. things that you found there. <laughs> I mean, I I found a a copy of Samurai Showdown uh, original Neo Geo cartridge for like five hundred yen, but that's like the coolest thing I found over <laughs> there. <laughs> I still have my super potato plastic bag. <laughs> it was a souvenir. Yeah, that reminds me, I got I got my Nausicaa beer. Uh, bottle. So, somebody kept it, and I finally oh, yeah? got it back. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> that was a good beer. Yum. <laughs> Actually, the coolest things I found were in gachapon machines. Oh yeah. I, I, I got uh, one that was this this line of toys called Hackman. It's just like these white stick figures who are doubled over and vomiting. And the uh, <laughs> so not Gene Hackman. No. <laughs> I, I guess it's something to do with haku is like Japanese onomatopoeia for uh, nothing to do with a tie-in with retching. Yeah, I just have these two cool little keychain dudes who are just you know on on all fours uh, vomiting, and one of them is vomiting what looks like a puddle of blood. But it actually is labeled with a strawberry. So, oh, he's he's the strawberry flavored one. <laughs> okay, and right, then yeah. like that's the, why it smells so. Pleasant. The entire line is just the same figure with different quote unquote flavors of vomit. Yeah, yeah. I I was just I also have the rare transparent one. Theorizing the other day, the richest person in the in Japan is the one who controls plastic. Oh, because oh, there's, oh, yeah. that place is overrun oh, yeah. with useless plastic, and I 
being a little cynical there, but like, here's a thing that's kind of neat, and here are 50 variants. Yeah. Get them all. I believe it's the main character from The Graduate. He finally got into plastics. <laughs> and they're all attached to this bottled coffee. So, which are which is like three times as much as it's uh, I think we should all just thing. move there and do the show for Yeah, you. absolutely. Sure, That's, why not? Except it's too expensive. Like you, you have not. to pay a fee per podcast that you record oh, maybe, in Japan. Yeah. It might be hard to upload. Like, like paying a television license. I mean, I could talk about podcast license. I could talk about what I buy, but so much of, I mean, all the gamer shit I get in Japan now is just like books and magazines because those are like the real fun obscurities to me. Yeah. Because mm. like... <laughs> I've I've played this obscure Famicom game already, in either digitally or some other way. It's like I don't, so I did, I don't I did, need to hold it. I made a joke about it in a video that's no one's seen yet. Going in Akihabara, like the ex, the expanding sections of magazines and guides. Yeah, because those are the things that aren't all scanned online that you can yeah. steal for free. Yeah, uh, it's it's there's a bigger section this year when I went. I thought it was pretty nuts. Exactly. Wow. Hmm. Wow. Indeed. All right. Is that that segment over? Yeah, that's my travel so. tip. All right. Also, new release this week, maybe HBO Go coming to PS4, and yep. I am so excited. I don't have to load up my Xbox One for anything ever again. What a dog shit system! <laughs> you finally come around. What do you do mean you, finally? Like I, I hold on. I, I, hmm. Do you solve the HBO drop? On <laughs> I do. If my, like, uh, come on, this is the perfect I time. I don't have it loaded. Um, I thought you were tired of it out of uh, respect to Michael huh? falling in the chair. So after how long has the PS4 been out? Uh, since then it's been out since It's been out since over a year, and the leading console has not had the leading well, streaming Microsoft app. Microsoft had some sort of exclusivity. I, I think, guess so. Because it, it was never on PS3. I think. I just I want to think then, knowing how relations work. That's a Japanese company. Microsoft and his American company, mm-hmm. they have the FXX Now app where you can watch all the Simpsons. Yeah. Yeah. They even have an Encore app. Mm-hmm. I'm the only person in the universe who loves Encore because I couldn't afford <laughs> premium movie channels when I was growing oh, up. Yeah. We had Encore, which Those was the unedited, mm-hmm. free movies, Hope You Like Blank Man and Bless the Beast and the Children. <laughs> who doesn't? And Tora, Tora, Tora on in, like infinite repeat. But they're unedited, uncut. I like that. And it's that's on there, but the PS4 has none of those. Yeah. I mean, the Xbox has a pretty much unmatched app selection. And we made fun of their, like, ah, your stupid TV bullshit. And, like, oh, well, that's the only mm-hmm. thing you have now over, over I mean, If you the don't PS4. already have a smart TV, like, mm-hmm. an Xbox one is not the worst. I don't, but then I, I swear to God, like an old man, because partially because I'm bored and I, I, I don't have any friends and I'm unemployed, kind of. I go to Best Buy, like, once a week and just roam around and look at the new technology. Yeah. And the... Smart TV, I'm like, how much is it for not a smart TV? Because this technology, right. this interface looks ancient, looks old. You'll never update it. I'd much rather yeah. watch things on my PS4. It, yeah, the interfaces are already slow. Yeah, they're awful. <laughs> they're always awful. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, I feel like the HBO Go stuff is as good as a, of a segue as we're going to get to. What? Oh. you that needs to be longer it, it, it does it, it doesn't get give me more time across. to find news stories it doesn't get the point across. <laughs> um shit what did i see in the news i, I mean it is gdc week so i assume there's lots of news mm-hmm. oh one of the things i thought was interesting because i i i very rarely have tweeted very rarely recently but then mike grim sent me this official sony video of the updates to the ps4 version of dead or alive 5 last round and it was it had no music 
and solely focused on the breast visits oh, right, yeah, yeah. of oh, all the yeah, girls. Yeah, that was creepy. It was creepy, and I'm not getting. I'm not soapboxing at all here. Uh, but it's it is creepy. And it's a stupid fucking thing to focus on. It's like it's. No, I mean the video itself was just creepy because yeah. it's just silently bobbing yeah. breasts for like a, a full that minute. Looks fucking gross. It looks <laughs> it looks like it looks like Neil Armstrong spitting in zero gravity. It's so gross. <laughs> like look at such a tit dangle. Why like that. Neil Armstrong specifically? I don't know any other astronauts. Buzz, who I say, don't know him. Well, now I'm hard. Thanks. <laughs> That's why we bring him here. Uh, I'm using evocative language, Ray. I apologize. <laughs> but it, it turned out like the Dead or Alive community started banning certain costumes. Yeah, yeah. And I thought that was an interesting take on it. Because Dead or Alive, when I grew up, 1 and 2 were very much a part of the fighting game world in a very real way. And then 3 had that American commercial. And the that, Aerosmith song. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, had that commercial that was just American guys ogling at tits. Oh yeah, she kicks high. Yeah, and, and like, and like, I believe that song was. <laughs> was it? Probably not. No, okay. I just want an excuse to replay this. But it's like it's relive sort of, the experience it's sort of, of revolution. Me, out. A bunch of, me and my bunch of my friends played a lot of Dead or Alive, and one, the, once they started focusing on that, and we're not like taking a stance, and we're not like yeah. hyper feminist, but it became like. If that's what you're going to focus on, there's other fighting games for us to play, mm-hmm. and the fighting. But apparently, there's still beauty to be found within the game, despite what I find is a huge turn. I find it's a huge turnoff, and the, they they made a soft ban on certain right, costumes. It was, just, it was just the fans fighting the, the community around it just decided decided to uh, set down some rules in case you go to their certain tournaments. Yeah, you have the, these certain costumes that are banned. Although some choices were not as well regarded as others, I think. Yeah, they still not, kept not, some of the, so some much, of the creepy ones. It's not. It's not so much about debating that the choice is just bummed me yeah. out to think like if if but, Dead or Alive, what if Dead or Alive was still with us, still in the top tier of fighting games, had it not decided to play the, up this angle? And also, like when people wonder, like, why don't I get this weird this Japanese game? It's like because that's the focus this Japanese game took, and it's kept it alive for a long time, but it didn't really work over here. And now you see the disparity, like when making things for two crazy different audiences. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Thought that, yeah. thought it was kind of interesting. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I, mean, I um, think I think I think DOA kind of had its own has its own inherent flaws as a fighting game. Mm-hmm. So I don't think trying to take the tits out of it is no, really no, no. Help anybody? Well, improve their opinion. Of but it. that was like actually going to these communities yeah. and seeing people who deeply do care about the core mechanics yeah. of this game that I had just like walked away from. Yeah. Right. At, well, like I mean, two con- three consoles. S- ago. Starting with like DOA two, like mm-hmm. I, I remember that coming to Dreamcast and be like, "This is actually an amazing fighter." Like, mm-hmm. you know, people want to focus on the breast physics, but it's it's a lot of fun. And then, like, I think Dead or Alive five has come out like three times now, mm-hmm. and it's just kind of like, what, "What are you guys doing? Mm-hmm. Like, isn't it time to make a new game or or something else?" They said it's the last round. Hmm. I'm also kind of amazed at, like, I, I feel like certain things have solidified now that Tomonobu Itagaki is no longer at Team Ninja. It's like, oh, it was the rest of you guys all along who were being <laughs> creepy about boobs, and Someone. it was him who wanted to just do serious action. It was also a bummer, and, like, I forgot that Team Ninja shifted to work on these games, too, because that wasn't always the case, right? No, it was. Uh, they've always worked on yeah. Dead or Alive? Yeah. Mm-hmm. But, like, what else do they do? Ninja Gaiden. That, that was it. Yeah. I know, but what was the last Ninja Gaiden game? Well, Yaiba uh, was made by Spark, I yeah, think. Yeah. Spark and, and that was the one that oh, had Take a Suck Ninja Gaiden 3 was... Oh, God, Take a Suck. Embarrassing. <laughs> Ninja also Gaiden embarrassing. 3 was also pretty bad. Mm-hmm. 
Uh, yes. Although they, they came out with uh, Razor's Edge, which was supposedly a fixed version, although I haven't played that. Supposedly. So. But and it was just like reading all that. Last like, round I, is supposedly. I remember when like the word Team Ninja like entered my brain through my own recollection or Metroid text every day. I know, but that, but what, I don't know. It was bummed out. Like, I forgot about Team Ninja. <laughs> I forgot about Team Ninja until reading about tit costumes. Mm. I, I totally forgot about it, and that sort of bummed me out. Mission but, accomplished. It's hard to believe their name once held so much cachet that, like, the idea of like a Metroid game being co-designed by Team Ninja, this is going to be so badass. And that's and, what I'm talking about. That, and then it was just ass. That's not. <laughs> that that will yeah. never be a thing again. And bad. They will. They won't be that high on the the list of footnotes because of the last couple of years. Mm, and that's yeah. sort of a bummer. It doesn't help that Itagaki hasn't been up to. Well, I mean, he hasn't been up so much publicly, at least. Since He's a he full-fledged a, uh, Nintendo personality is now. He? He's. He showed up as a special me on my street pass. Jeez, yeah. For what? What is he working on? Because I know he. Uh, doing... I think he took Devil's Third to Nintendo yeah. or something. Oh. Speaking of THQ collapsing. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's like, yeah, that's last time I heard of him. Yeah. So mm-hmm. Devil's Third is now a Wii U exclusive. Yeah, wow. that, that's one where he kept like, wasn't he like getting angry at people saying, like, "No, this game is coming out. It's coming out this year, like three or four I, years ago." He gets angry a lot. Yeah. Uh, and yet, when <laughs> when I met him, he was a perfectly nice guy. Right. Like he he showed me uh, was it the Ninja Gaiden Dragon Sword? As long as you don't say you like Tekken better than DOA or something. Yeah, uh, that's true. But he was in our Ninja office demoing it, and I was like having some trouble playing, and he like just leaned over my shoulder, like, "No, no, go like Ooh. this." Like, Tell this. me more. This is <laughs> this is so awesome. I'm getting so turned on. <laughs> and for more of my fanfic, go to VigiGameApocalypse.com, where I'll be posting it in weekly installments called is that podcasts. Root you're wearing. <laughs> Um, if I can just say one last thing, sure. DOA started off being about tits. Yeah, I think yeah. So too. I think that, yeah. but I think that was just like bizarre icing on something. It was tr- it was trying. DOA to be two. Yeah, they, they, they backed away for DOA two mm-hmm. a little bit. Then yeah, DOA three, and the commercial came around, and then yeah, it was back but up to full speed. The the, the PlayStation yeah. PS one remake of it was like a showcase for bouncing round polygons. Mm-hmm. Like Look. that that was ridiculous. Like any they took a step and their tits would bounce like crazy. Yeah. For some reason if you if you put your age as ninety nine, they were the bounciest, which is like uh, you're That's an urban old. legend. I is don't it? think that was ever proven. <laughs> you just did it because you thought it would be I that. do know the last time I used Dead or Alive, do you remember that your original we all have original Xboxes? Oh yeah. Sure. yeah. That your original Xboxes, did you ever land for Halos? No. I didn't. Um your original Xbox had a name. Yeah, and, oh, right, right. and you, you couldn't even really see it until you tried to land up for Halo, and it, and it was given to your machine by Microsoft, and you couldn't change it unless you beat Dead or Alive three on easy mode, <laughs> went to the title screen, and like entered in your high score. You like through some this. bug. You, it's true, right? This is <laughs> yes. not an urban legend because <laughs> no. I did it and I discovered my name, and my name, my Xbox's name was Noodle, and like huh. I'm Italian. <laughs> this is not changing. Well, Jesus Christ! Well. I, why did I buy this copy of DOA to change my my Xbox's name? <laughs> uh, I Wait just remember three from the the commercials. Like it was really cool. Like was that the first one where they they introduced like you could kick your opponent into another stage, like uh, Mortal Kombat mm-hmm. three style? I thought it was another tier. Yeah. Yeah. They had multiple tiers, but it was I'm just like I think you could do you're it. kicking them off the top of a skyscraper and then yeah. jumping down after. Yeah. Them. To street level. With all the jiggling. Yeah. But then there was that commercial where they were showing that off, among other uh, features. And it's like, when she kicks high, you can see her panties. Uh, 
And well, let's not forget the fucking volleyball games. That's of course, yeah. That One and two. Which is super embarrassing for someone who likes this medium. No, oh, yes. Hold on, I'm getting beer. <laughs> no, thank you. Um, I'll keep I, may, I made grabby motions before. <laughs> yeah. You're supposed to pick up you on. Were talking <laughs> about yeah, yeah, right. We thought no. you were just talking about how, how much. You yeah, like making eye contact with Chris and making tick grabby motions. That's... I thought I I nodded my head to say loud and clear. Let's play some more DOA. Oh, okay, well, yeah. After the show, we'll unpause it and resume where we left off. Yes. <laughs> you think we can play with one hand while we hold each other's dicks? Yes, Yay. that's how it works. Look at that. Mm-hmm. Brought it back around. We're to making the our guest uncomfortable. Jesus for. Christ! Sorry, Ray Ray. We don't. You, no, we talk please. about this after he leaves. <laughs> Why else would I be? No, no. Come on, come on. You can talk about butts and cum as much as you want. I don't care. <laughs> That's why I'm here. Butts and cum. Yeah. Butts and cum. It's a family uh, it's business. It's like nuts and gum. Nuts and <laughs> <laughs> Together at yeah. last. <laughs> You're imagining Homer Simpson eating it now, aren't you? I am. <laughs> oh, oh, on that lovely I'm note, I'm a man age 18 to 49. <laughs> <laughs> uh, butts and cum. Uh, <laughs> butts and cum. Uh, there is some actual news to talk about, uh, which you guys told me before the show, and I just forgot. Release dates being announced. Project Morpheus Indeed. supposedly confirmed for 2016. Early 2016. Early 2016. So yeah. we have a window. That's up until May 31st, right? Is, yeah, that, but it, is that early? I guess, yeah. First half. But it's going to be the most expensive. When VR. does early end? Um, I guarantee it'll be delayed. Yeah. It'll, but, it'll be way more than those cardboard cell phone things you can get on Amazon. But <laughs> it'll be like the PS Move launch. It's just like a light gun shooter. <laughs> yeah. No, but, that's, that's, but that's kind of typical with Sony in this kind of thing. They try and capitalize on a, a current trend and hit the market so late, it doesn't matter anymore. And right. it's on the mo- it's, it's, or too early sometimes. Yeah. And, it, mm-hmm. and then it's on an underpowered system. And we already talked about that. Like oh, it's, yeah, it's, yeah. it's a lot harder to do VR on the PS4 than it is... Valve just looked, announced their VR headset. It'll probably be out a lot sooner. I don't know the re- release date yeah. on that. The Vive? Yeah. The Vive? The Vive? The Vive? Oh, uh, some... They did announce some specs for the Morpheus, and they're slightly better than they were last year. Something hmm. like... Uh, I mean, they'll be 1080 resolution. Well, let me ask or, you, th- yeah. did, did anybody else other than Michael and I get a new 3DS? No. Me, are you using the 3D anymore? Didn't yeah. you were before? That's yeah. what I, I, I still do. I never use it ever because it even lying down on a bed, like I lose it. It still fucks up every so often. It, I, I love my favorite is that it'll well, fuck up meant. when I blow out a giant plume of vape smoke. <laughs> it's like I can't see you. Where's your head? I'm shining the red light as hard as I can, and mm. I can't see your eyes. It's like how we feel. <laughs> <laughs> Well, uh, I mean, but, it's not meant to swing around wildly. It's super stable 3D. But that's, I mean, that's they it call it that, sw- but... It can just, swing around li- wildly. Yeah, but I mean, not in such a way that, you know, you have to move out of its field. Of One view. of the things I love about it is, like, I, I'll be playing it, and then, like, I'll get a text message on my phone, lift up my phone, turn my head over, and I'll turn my head back, and, like, the 3DS was trying so hard to follow that's, my eyes and project the right case, way, yeah. and then, like, boom, snaps right back instantly yeah. into real mm-hmm. 3D. Like... I never use a 3D because it just didn't work for me ever, yeah. even lying down. And it this it does, and it it makes. I turned it yeah. off. I'm like, why does everything seem less bright now? If you do, if you're if you're on a lot of bumpy rides in your life, you know, planes, trains, automobiles, then you know, I think it, it's more effective. You're a rodeo that way. clown, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I like me. <laughs> uh, I blew beer all over you. Are you okay? <laughs> I didn't even feel it. Sorry. Okay. 
Yeah, but yeah, Project Morpheus, 120 hertz refresh rate. Which that's is, pretty good. That's pretty good. That enables up to uh, 120, 120 frames per second, unless I completely misunderstand. I can watch all my TV shows, and the then they'll look a little bit weird. Mm. Yeah, they'll look like a Mexican Eurovision. <laughs> Depending on the resolution, but the resolution doesn't matter that much if the object is being projected right into your eyeballs. Hmm. Um, you can have you can have a 4K television, and if it's eight billion feet away from your eyeballs, it doesn't matter. You're basically watching Friends on a black and white television in 1995. How many miles <laughs> would eight billion feet be? Let me see. Oh. Uh, Hurry up and math. calculate that. Uh, count the math. Uh, add the smidgen decimal point over there. Who gives you shit? Oh, I, I don't yeah, know. That's I, right. That's too right. long to go for a bad joke. Once again, couldn't think of a punchline. Yeah, I could totally see uh, Project Morpheus being terrible if they, if they beat Oculus to market somehow. If they like, don't have a, a solid release date, people can't make things for it. That's true. Well, than, people have already confirmed things for it. Like, yeah. uh, was it Project Cars? Yeah. Uh, from Which Namco. is out soon, right? Um, soonish, yeah. Mm-hmm. But it it uh, has it will have Morpheus support. I haven't really been paying that much attention to Oculus Rift games, but like, is there anything that's coming to Oculus or Morpheus or Vive? I don't know why I say like that, but uh, that isn't going to be available on PC or console. Like, it's I think it just feels like the market is like that nowadays, where it's like, yeah, well, we should. We should just make this VR game for regular uh, PC yeah. and everything. Especially when you're dealing with Sony as well, when there's uh, when they're a lot more open than they ever have been. So you have yeah. a lot more PC games coming over to PS4 and whatnot. Mm-hmm. So I mean, I think it's just you know establishing some sort of platform to mm-hmm. put a game on. Can you imagine Dongamrampa with the Oculus? You see what I'm saying? I'm looking yeah. this way and it's that. It's a very cool. 2D game. That's what I'm. That yeah. was the that was the joke. <laughs> okay. That, <laughs> Um, I, I I don't know. If I, I have a new, a renewed interest in that kind of shit thanks to the new 3ds. The 3D works really well, and I don't. I like it on more than I do off. That has never happened in years, and I've always loved the 3ds and played a ton of games on it. That's never happened. I use it a lot. I use it with everything. It runs the battery down like a motherfucker. Oh yeah. Um, <laughs> but I got one of those portable chargers, and you can buy a third-party USB 3DS charging cable on Amazon for like $3. What do you need a portable charger for? Um, I love it. Like, uh, Does anybody here have an iPhone cable longer than six inches? Mm. No. So if I want to charge my, um, my phone on my bed, <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> I just do that. Um, other news that is not dependent on 3D is uh, Metal Gear. Finally got a, a release date for or a release window for later this year. I think they said. Well, there's a leaked video that said September first. Ah, never forget. Yep, that's right. Nine <laughs> one, never forget. Right. <laughs> so uh, that's you, you were highly skeptical about that last time come we out talked. This year? Yeah. I, um, oh, I'll I mean, this donate. Is, this is a metal game. I will donate fifty dollars to Front Towards Gamer. All right, uh, if it makes it's a September first release date. I'm Pulled really fucking that. poor, and if I have fifty dollars <laughs> at that point, it'll be the last of it. Mm, no. uh, but we'll just fuck it out of your. I cup. hold. I hold to that because I love that charity, and they're doing a bunch of fun stuff right now. So please go to Operation Supply Drop and check out. Um, check out that stuff. Hi, Steven. Um, and <laughs> By that point, we'll all either have jobs and be able to afford the donation, or we'll be eating out of trash cans and pretending that's I mean, a that, podcast. That game has never hit its release date. Ever. That's true. 
ever. And in, it's in like development is harder than ever. Mm-hmm. And, and and that guy in uh, Kojima has more power than ever. <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah. So like it, it will never meet that release yeah. date. It is going to come so late. Well, what was it? Uh, Metal Gear Solid Four. There was like a bunch of shit where it kept getting delayed over and over and over again. And like there was a trailer. Got to make more slanty boxes. <laughs> yeah, Remember that limited edition. Yeah, yeah. There was a, there was a trailer that like had the release date, and then that release date was missed. And then like the next trailer showed that release date, and then crossed it out in red and put the new release date yeah. over it. Huh. Yeah, I and remember. they haven't officially said this yet. That's true. Um, and so I don't know. Maybe you could. It, I'll see what they say. If it's official, I guarantee they'll miss it. <laughs> I <laughs> guarantee they'll miss it. I mean. They had Ground Zeroes last year, so like they already have a template. Impressive. That's the thing is that I figured it was going to be a fall release, mm-hmm. and even mm-hmm. last year when Ground Zeroes came out, I, I mean, my assumption was, well, I'm sure you know, Phantom Pain will come out now at the end of the year because it's got to be a big fall release. So I mean, either I way, will... either way, I'm going to be right. I think. <laughs> <laughs> I think it That's will right be a big truth. fall release, but yeah, in, in the fun. later, much later fall. This is September, not fall. It's that better not still be summer. Yeah. It feels I think the 21st of September is fall. So it's technically a summer release. Yeah. Hmm. I don't know. Maybe, maybe they were missing a two in that uh, that tagline. Whatever. Maybe you'll get it in your stocking. <laughs> maybe. <laughs> if you're all extra good, maybe Mr. Yeah. Kojima will put it in there. That's don't right. Sneak in your call. house on an eye patch. Mm-hmm. Don't mind me. <laughs> Um, that's what happens in my house every Christmas. I don't know what's going on at yours. <laughs> is this where I should talk about your my... Japanese privilege talking? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if news is the proper place to talk about my GDC experience today. Oh, please. I I realized that I went an entire demo today. I have one demo. Uh, I went an entire demo today with my fly open. Thank you, <laughs> Thank you very much, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, and I made, I made... I made that discovery in the saddest place possible, too. Uh, so, I had this demo. It was. Now, a, it, did you wonder why the PR people kept like discreetly pointing to your crotch and looking away? I would not yeah. be surprised if they if they like stepped away from because guys, <laughs> not every character's named X Y Z. That's yeah. impossible. <clears throat> <laughs> but I was demoing it in a place where I'm sitting back on a couch. Uh-huh. So I'm sitting back with your legs fly, wide open. My fly akimbo. Oh no, uh-huh. a dick hanging out. Flowing in, sweet and, lord, and uh, so that happened. <laughs> Did not realize was, that was there was there a, uh, a connect or a no. other camera sitting on the there TV? was not uh, fortunately. But you're, you're like, is it Chilean here? Is it just me? Yeah, we're broadcasting yeah. this twenty. We're live streaming to the world. But oh, I also man, your balls are totally on some like Verge video. <laughs> I also realized that I forgot to hit record. Hashtag on Dave's Crunch. On my voice recorder when I started like doing the demo, so this person—that's actually saw, worse. Yeah, this per- I don't know if this person saw that both my uh, my zipper and my recorder failed. Oh dear! So li- I leave the demo and <laughs> they're like the uh, Charlie Chaplin probably of just journalism. Like, this is this is games journalists. I, yeah, this is, all they all do this shit. Oh my oh, god, yeah. I'm so sick oh, of them. Thanks, Dave. Yeah. <laughs> Perpetuating. <laughs> and then after, he no, like to... what I'm saying is, you were part of a parade of people <laughs> doing. And exactly then I tried that. to shake his hand, and he fell down and farted. <laughs> <laughs> well, that happened. Um, but then afterwards, I'm like, I, I want to go get lunch somewhere. Uh... Uh, there's Carl's Jr. on Market Street. I'll go there. Oh, uh, the scary one? The scary Ooh. one. Jesus, Dave. Yeah. And I have uh, at this point, I had to go to the bathroom, so... Oh, my God. It's it's one of those ones where you have to ask to go to the bathroom, mm-hmm. and they unlock the door. I unlock the door. It's a disgusting bathroom. Mm-hmm. There's there's, uh, there's a, a pair homeless of... homeless un- man, and he reaches through your fly and pulls out your dick, and that's when you <laughs> knew... <laughs> 
Well, I saw a pair of underwear on the ground right oh, before. God. I was like, all right, now I have to go. The, like, that's disgusting. I well, had guess the I decency better... to throw it in the yeah. trash can. Guess I better go to the bathroom now. Oh, wait, my fly's open. I was in a Carl's <laughs> Jr., the, one of the saddest Carl's Jr.'s. <laughs> In uh, California, let's say. I, yeah, Probably, I, I, yes. I don't mean to call it just scary. It's just like every time I'm in there, someone. Gets, I was. I went in there recently. I'm embarrassed to admit. And like one guy just he just walked in, and I'm, I just turn around and look at him, and he stole like three bikes. And I like, and I like. There's a cop standing there. I'm like, do I have to say something? Like, <laughs> you had to have seen that. That guy grabbed three bikes yeah. from inside. Did he ride them all at the same time? I, I don't know where he went. I was just like, I, I even like the officer dude. He just walks outside and then like starts talking to a camera crew who's there for some reason, probably to report on the depravity of that that, that, that block. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> Bad. You know, why the security guy didn't take you seriously. Why? Your fly was open. <laughs> yes. Yep. It's, it's happened to me a couple times lately, I think, because my gut is getting a little bigger yeah, and my tight bike nice. jeans yeah. don't really seem to matter that much anymore. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That that ties with the day that I went to the E3 that was at the hangar, mm-hmm. and my belt Ugh. broke right when I walked in, and I'm oh. like, <laughs> the two saddest trade show days of my life. Ah, oh, wow. Yeah. Sweet Lord. Yeah, I'm Liz Lemon of Gene Game Journalism. <laughs> <Yeah>. Great. <laughs> Since we, we can't ask our audience, what's your fa- what's your saddest trade show story? I mean, I, f- I kind of feel compelled to answer that. Mm-hmm. And that uh, my saddest was uh, going to a Konami appointment at like E3 2006, 2007. It was like Games Radar's first E3. And going to an appointment, and they're like, oh, yeah, they this is just kind of a last-minute edition. Uh, they haven't said what it's for. And it's like, they're demoing uh, Portable Ops. I bet it's to play Portable Ops. I'm so excited. And so I went, like, geared up to play Portable Ops. And it turned out, it's like, no, you're going to be uh, having an interview with the Coded Arms producer, oh. who's Japanese. I was going to get stronger. And- and we don't, yeah, that would have been even worse. Uh, but we don't have a space for you to interview him, so uh, just stand out in the hallway and interview him there. Oh, and it wasn't until halfway through the interview that I realized, like, oh, he's the coded arms for PS3 producer, and I'm asking question, him questions about the coded arms sequel for PSP, oh, which boy. is being handled by, like, a Russian team. Wow. And, yeah, that was, uh, I think, my worst experience mm-hmm. at a trade show. <laughs> but you know who you let down the most there? Uh, the Coded Arms fans? The All reader. two of them? Yeah. <laughs> Singular. Yeah, that game never came out, so who cares? Oh, that's right. Yeah. Nobody gives a shit. Yeah. Turns out Konami did not continue their FPS dynasty. Yeah. <laughs> have an embarrassing trade show story, Ray? I was trying to think. I mean, I've had just whole stretches that were embarrassing. Mm. I mean... <laughs> I, I just I fall ass backwards into pussy constantly at those uh, things. So like I, I have no idea what anybody's talking literally. about. Literally, yeah. I, I do. I, my I just clued so much. <laughs> I mean, I I started going when I was eighteen, and it was just. Oh, like, wow. I mean, there's tons of stuff like that. It's not even related at the show, but it was just like I was finally. You know, I finally went for the first time. Met some of my online friends. We were going down. Yeah, it was really awesome. So uh, we're walking down the street. Uh, friend notices some other game journalism friend says hi to them and then for some reason my i i, I knew the other person but i not not personally i hadn't met them but for some reason my instinct just goes, goes to lean over to my friend and go why'd you say hi to that guy because oh, <laughs> i know him it's like oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> you idiot <laughs> what the <laughs> so that man was Peter Molyneux. Yeah, not even game related, but still a social faux pas that happened during E3. So there you go. <sighs> Actually, I have a more embarrassing story. Um, 
from we i uh this is kind of an, an industry not so secret but there's like a pre e3 event mm-hmm. the the judges panel where oh, yeah. like the editors in chief of a bunch of different uh publications gather uh, before E3, and are shown games that will be on display. It's not everything, though. It's like no. a good per- percentage. Yeah, it's like the stuff that game companies really want to show yeah. off. <laughs> but uh, this was it was founded by I think our friend uh, Rob Smith and Jeff Keeley. Yep. And I remember like seeing Jeff Keeley. I recognized him from a photo, and I kept saying, "Oh, hi, Jeff. Oh, hi, hi, Mr. Keeley." And he didn't respond any time. And finally, on on the last day, I was like, "Oh, hi, Jeff!" And he turns to me and says, "I'm Victor Lucas." Oh boy! <laughs> oh man! Oh man! Simple mistake. Who uh, hasn't done that? Uh, That's bad. Probably everyone who isn't me. Yeah. But yeah, that it's was playground. That was Lucas. embarrassing. Also, who you gave your awards to? Also embarrassing. <laughs> mm-hmm. Well, we, I was actually there not because I'm the was the editor in chief of a publication. It was me and uh, Tyler Nagata, I think, who were there for our then boss Eric Bratcher because he couldn't attend so he's like okay I'll send two guys to be my proxies and you made one he, like Tyler sat on your shoulders and you, yeah. you pretended to be one person basically that created a bunch of fun things where like one company only wanted to let one of us in and was going to make the other one wait outside Jeez. like literally outside in the sun and <laughs> <laughs> ew yeah uh. So, last week's question of the week. What's a short game that you actually enjoyed more uh, because of its length or lack thereof? Can't answer the order 1876. A couple did. The prequel. Oh, yeah. uh, Not 1876. Yeah. So uh, short they skipped 1886. Uh, uh, I guess offhand I was thinking of Attack of the Friday Monsters. Oh, shit. Yeah. But no, I'm, such, I'm such a proponent of that game anyway because mm-hmm. I love the creator's uh, previous series and I wrote a whole damn magazine about them. So, I oh, mean, wow. I'm predisposed to say <laughs> something about it. But it's only like two and a half hours long. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's a fun little... Uh, terrible for not having finished it. <laughs> <laughs> okay, maybe you should. But I bought it. Yeah, okay. Full price. I That's thought, like, this looks amazing. This looks charming. It's all that matters to them. But I to like me... It. I'm to sorry, me, Ray. Next time you're on. Uh, anyway, it's a fun little romp around uh, early 70s Japan. It has this, you know, it's like where uh, kaiju come to life, that sort of mm. world. And it's just a fun little story, you know... Um, People people did like it, thank God, because this was the creator's first game of his in English, and I was really psyched about that, and it turned out, hey, people really liked it, probably more in America than they did in Japan. So, really? Yeah. It got more recognition here, I think. Wow. I mean... Was that that wasn't level five doing that, it was, was it? it was one okay. of their guild games yeah for three it's on yeah 3ds it's on 3ds eShop yeah level five um, is amazing yeah I was getting yeah. Christmas cards from their CEO for a while that was nice <laughs> yeah I think yeah. like two years after I interviewed him at TGS and like somehow wound up on his Christmas yeah. card list you yeah. saw the video I made the Japanese are just better at Christmas <laughs> always always <laughs> have been. That's yeah. why I, I, I mm. probably still get at Games Radar a, a Christmas card from CyberConnect with Naruto uh, holding up a fucking mistletoe <laughs> yeah. or something like that. Uh, <laughs> but again, anyway, it's only like two and a half hours. It's I mean, it's a kind of an adventure game, more of a visual novel in a way because of just how fast it goes and all that. But yeah, good pickup, I'd say. Cool. Yeah, I need to, I need to get back into that. Yeah. I kind of left off. After it, after it started to pick it up. It is seriously an evening. After you get home right. from work or whatever you do. Not you specifically. Are you having an attack of the quiet monsters? <laughs> oh, <I'm> sorry. <laughs> put it through level later, shit. Oh, <laughs> I'll figure it out. Um, so Slain Puddle was the first to answer So on the forum, so he gets read first. 
Vanquish, pure platinum gold. Oh, is that I short? am inclined to agree. Yeah, it's like five hours, something like that. I, I picked it up on <laughs> sale, so it's like, this is worth every penny. Oh, absolutely. It's yeah. a super fun game. Now I'm the one who feels guilty about not beating that one. Cause oh, <laughs> yeah. Tisk. Uh, it goes on to say, it had the perfect length, and it wasn't me- meandering, showing off its superior combat system, in air quotes, and going on for longer than it should have. <coughs> Bioshock Infinite. <coughs> it was yes. insanely polished, and I don't think you would have this level of quality, ooh, capitalized Q and quality, oh. if you wanted to stuff more gameplay into the main campaign. I actually think that game would have gotten awful with one more hour added to it. Hmm. Bioshock Infinite or Vanquish? Uh, no, Vanquish. Oh. Vanquish. Oh. That makes sense. Yeah. Maybe. I mean, you think about like perfectly paced movies, and yeah. you're just like, well, yeah. this cannot be more than one minute. This would be awful. Mm-hmm. Peter yeah. Jackson should never direct this movie. <laughs> that only reminds me of another E3 presentation for that game where he, the creator translated in Jap- from Japanese. I thought it was important that my character fucking smoke. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Nobody smokes anymore, and I do, and I think it's rad. <laughs> okay. So my character is going to smoke. <laughs> just continuously lighting one cigarette off the last one. Yeah, I just I like that. Uh, best part, they didn't waste their time on a forgettable multiplayer component, Cough Bioshock 2 Cough. Sorry for mentioning the Bioshock series too much. It's just that it's my favorite franchise of the last generation, and it has the most wasted potential in all of them. Eh, yeah, sure. Maybe it should have been a franchise. Uh, <laughs> Dr. Dr. Pepper says, I'll go with Super Time Force. It's standard downloadable game length of about four hours. Those mechanics are challenging, great, and used wisely in that amount of time. If that game were ten hours or so, it would have worn out its welcome. Mm-hmm. It's worth noting that unlike The Order, which is straightforward, or Alien Isolation, which is loaded with filler, Time Force encourages multiple playthroughs and has tons of fun secrets, so padding isn't necessary, and you'll likely play more than four hours organically. Yeah, that's what happened with me. Mm. Uh, my name is my name, says Metal Gear Ground Zeroes. People erroneously no. say it's only 15 minutes long. That's A, only the main campaign, and B, done by people who studied the map and guard movements, which takes multiple playthroughs. That's true. On my first playthrough, it took like an hour and a half. Uh, yeah. I finished the main campaign the first time in about two to three hours, and I beat it multiple times for unlockables, story tidbits, etc. Also, there are about eight other missions, all of which will take about 25 minutes to an hour to beat on playthrough one. Yeah. Hmm. yeah. I mean, you can call that a demo, and that's fine. Yeah. But it is still it's more a of a game. Demo. It's more of a game than the MGS2 demo was. Yeah. Yes. You I mean, you can't really replay yeah, that you can get as it much. Even physically. Unless you want to watch Ice Melt. For the most part, you can get it physically for a song nowadays. I think I keep seeing yeah. it for like like 10 and uh, 19 bucks. It's kind of what happens to those things. Yeah. yeah. And 10 bucks is you know, it's a pretty good price for it. If you're a fan. And digitally, not? it's often discounted. Yeah. Even not if you're not, even if you hate every second, $10 there is a great price for it. <laughs> uh, yes. This is why the like, show works. I hate you so much, <laughs> Big Boss. You're a piece of shit. You can control like shit. In a different way, yeah. Oh, it's over. Okay, thank God. Oh, that $10 was well spent. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Bladed Falcon says to the moon this game has an excellent story to tell and knows how to tell it the almost minimal gameplay ensures that the length is just right enough to engross you in its world and the characters are in the characters so that everything else that happens in the plot matters more but it never pads itself out and thus I finished it in a single go and in one night and that's a big part of what made it work I totally disagree but okay (laughs) (laughs) with what part all of it to the Moon was awful. I'm sorry. All right. 
I always get it confused in my head with an old NES game called To the Earth. Which I don't know if it even ever came out. I just remember reading a, I believe a tagline in Nintendo Power that was To the Earth and Trick Shooting. Yes. Did that star Solar Jetman? Um, no. Because more things should have. But, but there was a, a level in Journey that was exactly like Solar Jetman. <laughs> yes, there was. But yeah. The best thing about To the Moon was that it was short. Mm. Uh, <laughs> but that's my controversial opinion. That's a burn hole burn. Ooh, a sound effect for the ooh, next time. Ooh. <laughs> I don't know. We've got a lot of to the earth or to We're the moon fans old. in, uh, in uh, our uh, audience. So. I know we do. I'm but sure you. Several do. of them told us we should have included it in our list of the best walking. I'm a one man army, and I know it. Bob Mackey was on that episode. <laughs> yeah. Anyway. Uh, speaking of walking simulators, Gone Home, hmm. uh, Mermaid Dreams says Gone Home. To me, it felt like an interactive and immersive novel, and the short running time meant that. I was still engrossed in the story by the end, leaving me satisfied. I can't wait to see what they knew. I can't see. Can't wait to see what they do next. See, I was left a bit unsatisfied when I made it to the end and I didn't reveal another upside down house underneath the first (laughs) house. Yeah, Castlevania's conditioned me to expect that. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. yeah. Yes. Let's say I did like Gone Home. So if that gives me any more credit after what I just said about To the Moon, yeah, yeah. You can beat Gone Home like five seconds. I had so not even a game. Yeah. So what if you play with a controller? Not even a game. We'll get good reviews. I think yeah. I think I collected a speed run at um what was it? Like one minute forty five seconds, not even? Really? <laughs> yeah. It's yeah. like mist in that way, because well, once you, you know where to yeah. find all the pages. Exactly. Like 30 if, you, minutes. Yeah. if you know the the secret that you find out at the end of the game, like it's in that first room. You right. just go straight to it, run up to the <laughs> attic, you're done. <laughs> Uh, Charles A. says, Journey was basically a perfect two to three hour game. Stretching oh, not out that would, Journey. Okay. Yeah, not the... Oh, uh, play the drop. <laughs> <laughs> stretching it out would have been terrible. Uh, that game company's <laughs> finest. <Yeah. laughs> Thank you, Genova Chen. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Cody Stovall says, Batman Arkham Asylum, the only one with fun Riddler riddles and not riddled with trophies to collect. I thought those tro- trophies were super <clears throat> annoying. That I thought City was incredibly padded. I don't mm. know. I think I think Asylum's like a really, really great Batman as a detective game. I just yeah, got I think back in retrospect that. it's the better. I, I better think it's one. great. I, I, I like a lot about City, but City is just more of nonsense and it's mm-hmm. all kind of meaningless. Well, I've determined to beat all of or as many of the Arkham games as I can. Well, if you really, if you really want to punch like every single criminal in the game, complaining about how cold and hungry they are, <laughs> mm-hmm. then there's a lot in yeah. Arkham City. Uh, <laughs> don't bother with Blackgate Asylum. I'll just say that people were saying about Arkham City that they say bitch a lot, but they say bitch a, a quite a bit in Arkham Asylum too. Hmm. The tide changed, Dave. Yeah, like that quickly within two years. But I'm what? like, <laughs> what? In what previous Batman property? Did they say bitch that often? Uh, the animated series? Really? Yeah, no, all the time. Like, no, they didn't. Yeah, Paul Dini just wrote it into no, every he, line of dialogue. He's, he's, why is he doing this? <laughs> is that what the Tommy Guns would say when they shoot bitch, 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 bitch? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes. Exactly. Yeah, I just had the like Toy the Biz Park figure stuff. that said it. Uh-huh. It, was, uh, <laughs> it was Commissioner Gordon's pet name for Batman. I, Batman, you're a bitch. <laughs> I love you. <laughs> <laughs> really deep dialogue. <laughs> Uh, and he's battle damaged. <laughs> <laughs> Just like He-Man. Uh, Moan for Stallone says, uh, Sword of the Berserk for Dreamcast. Mm. This mm-hmm. game was all about inflicting mass damage and killing everything in your path with the sword so big, even Cloud had to recognize. I fucking loved that game, and it was awful. <laughs> and then True. It's all about just like slicing people vertically in half. True. 
And he says, uh, when you absolutely positively got to kill every motherfucker in the room except no substitutes. Mm-hmm. I wish I played that. That game always looked good on my. It was, like, it was fun. It was really fun. B- dude with a scarred eye and a big sword. Uh-huh. Should have played it. And, and a weird little uh, fairy companion played by um, oh Michael Bell, I think the, the guy who played mm-hmm. Rizel in Soul Reaver and also uh, Wonder Twin Zan hmm. lent his voice to that. Um, I am going to skip over to the third page. Yes, to get some of you latecomers. Right. Hey, but that's what you get for not listening to the show uh, right away. Because we record like nine shows a week, man. Yeah. Like, <laughs> missing out. We had, um, we had a question for us that was posted last week while I was editing the show. I was like, too late, dude. Sorry. <laughs> More dumb names for Henry to say. Says <laughs> Smash Brothers for life. Each game is three to four, um, three to five minutes except for Brawl. But it's still under 10. I'll also accept Street Fighter 2 and 4, Mad World, some of the Metal Slugs, love my Metal Slugs, and Castlevania 3. Um, fish fish under uh, the sea dance. <laughs> Since I am dumb and, and a broke-ass college student, short, short games are pretty much all I play now on PC. So I'm going to have uh, an, to narrow this down to short games I played this year, and that would have to be Odalisa the Painful RPG. Uh, the game's story was sad, deep, and hilarious. Lisa? And Lisa. Huh. Then Lisa Simpson. Lisa, this painful RPG. Lisa colon the painful RPG. I oh, really like the name. That's the actual title. I yeah. haven't heard of this. Mm. Uh, uh, it was hilarious in its own dark and twisted way. Its soundtrack is also freaking amazing, and a few standouts uh, being the Highway Highway King and Garbage Day. Uh, from a gameplay standpoint, it relies heavily on the mechanics set up by, uh, with Earthbound, which may or may not be a good thing depending on who you talk to. Uh, this is the sort of game that would get really old really quick if it was a traditional 40-plus hour RPG. Uh, but because it's only really 11 or so hours, 6 if you're rushing, uh, it makes the experience all the more fun. Uh, that, 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 that I wish... Do you play Bradley Default? Anybody else here play, play Bradley Default? The demo. I loved it. Yeah. And then like, wow, I really don't love this anymore <laughs> after like 30 hours. Oh, yeah. Oh, this yeah, is a, oh you, you want me to do this a lot more. Yeah. Mm. Um... Oh, I've used this game as my answer before, says Raccoon Hale, but Valiant Hearts uh, was a game that stuck with me, and its length was part of that. Any longer, and its sad theme probably would have been depressing. Uh, its, length, its, length, its length instead leaves you uh, with a perfect bittersweet taste. Again, I recommend the, this game to Erewhon. That's one where like, I think the trailer actually made me sadder than the actual game mm-hmm. itself. The right, trailer right. was just masterful. Right, right, right. Snow Ooh, Nightmare huh. says, Attack of the Friday Monsters, okay. a Tokyo Tale, hey. a cute little downloadable 3DS title by Level 5 set in Japan during the 70s that has you exploring, playing card games, and watching kaiju fight in a town outside Tokyo. It's only a few hours long story-wise, but I enjoyed the hell out of it. It's pretty funny, and the setting is great, uh, and it has beautiful hand-drawn backgrounds. Rad Mardigan? Rad Mardigan. Rad Mardigan. Uh, the first uh, Suikoden. 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 Uh, I can plow through that yeah, game. Let me about pronounce it like Psychomantis. We Suikoden. Short, we said short games, and he says uh, Suikoden. I just finished that <laughs> motherfucker. It's, it's for an RPG. Twenty-three hours. Yeah, that is for one. a JRPG. That is very short. Yeah. yeah. Even if like did you did you got all one away? Yes. Yeah. And it doesn't take that long. Uh, no. Damn Banjo Man says it's typically uh, it's too typical to say, but I love Portal and enjoyed it even more because of its short length. Oh, yeah. Just long enough to not overstay its welcome and long enough to fill the niche it set out to. Uh, uh, and Sir Squinky says, 
Uh, Shadow Complex for me. Oh, nice. Shadow Complexes are some love. Uh, That was my first experience of a Metroid-style game. Sorry, I haven't played Metroid. I've never been much a Nintendo guy. Uh, Shadow Complex had a great sense of progression and satisfaction from uncovering the map and discovering its secrets. I can remember how long it took me to play. Uh, I can't remember how long it took me to play, but I loved every second of it. Shadow Complex is one of those things that deserves more love. I think. My own. No. It's just it, I, I liked it a as lot. As far as I mean, ambitious downloadable titles go, when it came um, out, it was fantastic. Wasn't that made by the same team who made? Um, why am I forgetting the name? That iPhone game, Infinity yes. Blade. Yeah, and then they realized that makes them way more money, so they just oh chair, yes. yeah. Yeah, yeah, chair. And Infinity Blade is pretty great too. <laughs> yeah, but what was, I still it, what was the game would, you were describing yeah. about playing through your lineage, uh, Rogue Legacy? And, yeah. I wanted to mention Infinity Blade, but I didn't. Oh right, it doesn't right. really count. No, you die no. and you come back as your ancestor. Same basic thing. I want to read a couple of uh, the comments. Uh, Jason says, Super, Super Mario Land 2, six golden coins. Okay. It's, it's pleasantly short. It is yeah. like the shortest Mario, Mario game I can think of. Mario. I mean, there's only six golden coins in it. <laughs> yeah, That's right. true. That's true. You know, you, you collect six and... Oh, you finish the game. No, I, I downloaded it when it came onto the 3DS Virtual Console and just finished it in one sitting. Um, huh. it, it had been 20 years. It's not one of those games I revisit a lot. Mm-hmm. $7 well spent. I'm yeah. assuming that's how much Game Boy games probably three ninety nine. That's still a way to Is it too late to one. redeem Club Nintendo shit. I forgot. Fuck. Fuck. Um, it's until mm. the end of June, okay. so you, yeah. you've got some time. Um, my parents wouldn't buy me a Game Boy when I was a child because they were good parents and realized that the <laughs> only reason I didn't play video games every waking hour is because I couldn't carry the Nintendo around with me. My parents were the same way, but <laughs> I, I harbor resentment. <laughs> Whereas he thinks like, wow, my parents did a great job. Like, my parents were assholes. <laughs> my parents said Cheerily. no. I saved up $80 and bought one off some fool-ass kid who was trying to buy a pot. Wow. I win. <laughs> Uh, at age 34, I have a 3DS and can play all those Game Boy games I missed out on through the Virtual Console. This week, my wife and I were both very, very sick, and I decided I would cheer myself up by finally, after a 23-year wait, downloading Super Mario Land 2. The fact that it was a unique take on the Mario franchise and could easily be beaten in four hours by a sleep-deprived man that was high on cough medication <laughs> made it perfect mm-hmm. for the occasion. Probably makes some of those levels come alive, too. Yeah, probably. Like, yeah. Oh, this, why, are, why are all these colors coming from? We're yeah. at the Game Boy game. Yeah. You're walking through, like, Lego land type stuff. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Insides of trees. Oh, the NB blocks. Right, yes. yes. The old Nintendo. We're imagining What Nintendo ripped off before it doesn't focus mm, on video games. Yeah. Um, Humphrey says, not sure it counts, but FTL. Each game only lasts an hour or so. <laughs> I love that I can fit in a whole round on a lunch break. Sure. Though I've dumped many, many hours into it overall. Mm. FTL stands for Fuck That Life, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yes. Okay, good. Thanks, Tupac. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> do you want to read any, Greg? I, I suppose. Yeah. Yes. All right. I can't believe you make the guests do this. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> you don't have to. I just thought you might want to be included. Yeah. <laughs> uh. Black Dynamite says, I absolutely loved Heavenly Sword, despite all the criticism it got because of its length. I do, too. Uh, but now you can watch it as a Netflix movie. Oh, God. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> what? Yeah, yes. Really? Is it like Shenmue the movie where they just oh, all cutscenes? Pretty close. Pretty close. Wow. That's pretty the close. preferred way to yeah. experience that. Dave and I are the only people who've seen Shenmue the movie. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> where? What? It <laughs> came with uh, Shenmue on Xbox. Yes. Yeah. But Shenmue it was released too. theatrically in Japan in like two theaters. Wow. wow. 
Imagine who would pay to, to watch that? Because Yu Suzuki loved the English dub so much, he decided to put together all the cutscenes. <laughs> yeah, that's he what I read. His once. only begotten son yeah. to die for it. <laughs> <sighs> all right. Uh, Porsche Monkey says, I really enjoyed The Darkness Porsche 2. Monkey. Porsche Monkey. I'm sorry. I'm not that big of a fan of the show. I'm sorry. I try to listen every week, but I don't really <laughs> listen. I'm sorry. <sighs> I really enjoyed The Darkness 2. It took around seven hours to complete, and it had a good story. The first one was excellent also, but had three or four hours of filler and would have benefited from being shorter. Mm. Hmm. Uh, yeah. yeah, I mean, I've never played either, but I did hear that the second one was surprisingly good compared to the first one. I mean, you would have thought that something like that would have been worse. But the sequel no one wanted? Yeah, exactly, exactly. I think Prey and, and Darkness occupy the same like lobe of my brain. I yeah. can't ever d- differentiate them, even though they're very... No well, tentacles in Prey. Darkness yeah. 2 was like a much more conventional shooter, mm. whereas Darkness 1 is like, you go back and you play it's it now, weird. It's, it's very weird. Yeah. Like it, like it, it. I'm surprised I didn't get sick playing it yeah. because the the main character's hands are all over the place mm-hmm. on screen. Four of them. Yeah. Uh, someone did mention the order. Did the, were we saying we weren't going to mention? Them? No. We <laughs> said okay. we wouldn't or, or no, mention the order 1876 unless you pre-ordered oh, it off okay. the website. You pre-ordered the order. <laughs> <laughs> the pre-order 1886. Oh, Jesus. Uh, Where was that joke when we needed it? Oh, I don't know. Okay. Uh, a twinkle in my eye. You uh, boy says, "Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles 2, the arcade game on NES." Yeah. I what? played. I, oh, two. Sorry. Uh, yes. Yeah, yeah. I, yeah. No one can beat. <laughs> Who would ever finish the first one? I played and replayed that game a lot back in the day. I guess because I could just pop in the game and be pretty sure I'd get the satisfaction of seeing the Technodrome blow up pretty shortly. Yeah, yeah. I love those yeah, cutscenes. Cool. Yeah. Oh, here's here's a bit of a trivia question for a bit of bonus nerd credit. <gasps> so the NES version of Ninja Turtles the arcade game had ads for Pizza Hut in it. Yes. But what was in their place in the arcade original? Domino's motherfucker. It was no. just it was just an open box of pizza. <laughs> nope. No. It was a uh, it was a jack o' lantern. And it, it was a picture of a jack o' lantern and it was an ad for Annie's Toto O. Whatever the fuck that is. Annie's Toto O. My Toto O. Uh. <laughs> Alright, well that's our question of the week. Uh, thanks for Damn right it is. responding, everybody. So new question of the week. Have you ever been to a convention, trade show, whatever, and had something really embarrassing happen to you? Obviously, most of you haven't been to E3, but maybe PAX, a local con, something like that. Uh, so long as, Ray, as you said, it it should not involve a cosplayer. Yeah. It should involve... Yeah. It should involve yourself more than I yeah. saw somebody do this thing and yeah I saw yeah. a cosplayer take a dump and yeah, uh, yeah, yeah yeah no 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 it should be you taking the dump yeah on a cosplayer right it's not I about was, shaming others shame yeah. yourself yeah shame yourself e- even if it does involve a cosplayer but ideally it shouldn't yeah yeah so <laughs> okay uh, what's an embarrassing story from a con let us know by going to lasertimepodcast.com slash forums. And uh, first person who starts the thread answering the question gets read first on next week's show. Otherwise, just answer under the comments for episode 102. But I want your answers before we move on. Um, I mean, I is there anything just, that we haven't already answered? I just wanted to way? share a story that happened to me today. Oh, okay. <laughs> because it was, it was embarrassing in a, in a good way. And GDC's going on. Yeah, GDC's going on, but it was... I go by Vapor every... Uh, week or so and mm-hmm. there's this girl on there and I talk to her and we talk a little more every time and um, um, she, she had sort of told me like 
I, I, I've even made a joke about that. Like, I'm unemployed. And I don't speak to people all day. And so, like, someone asks, how is your day? I'm like, well, what? <laughs> Let, where do I get started? My mom's <laughs> all over my ass, and The Walking Dead won't hire me because I've never written anything. Like, <laughs> she didn't mean it. She didn't want to know all that. And, 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 like, and so I... She does ask me that, and I tell her a little more. And I, I said today, I'm like, you don't really want, you don't want to know. I was like, no, I asked you seriously, what are you doing today? And I was going to stream with Dave. Mm-hmm. We were going to stream Clay Fighter, which we should have mentioned <laughs> the news was there was uh-huh. announced there was a new one. So Dave oh, and I whoops. streamed the first three. Yeah, hopes yeah. today. You can find it underneath this article. Um, and I, I, I'm like, I'm like, I'm not doing anything. He's like, what? What does that mean? I'm like, you fucking make fun of me. You're like, I, like, I don't want to tell you what I'm doing. Yeah. And and she's like, why? And like, because it's fucking. It's weird and it, it's weird and I'm poor and it's dorky and and I'm like fine I'm going to stream a game and uh, maybe do a podcast later. She's like I love podcasts. I'm like you do. Uh. Like what pod- kind of podcast do you do about video games, comics? I draw comics. So like wow, this person I was like su- like cowering. Like it was it was it would have been worse <laughs> if she asked me like show me your balls and like no, <laughs> think that. Uh, and, and like. There's a comic podcast? And like, yeah, we have a comic podcast. I would love to listen to a comic podcast. Really? I'd love to talk to an artist on a comic podcast. <laughs> and we had this great conversation. And it turns out she's like, I always ask you this shit. And you're like, you've been such a bitch about it. And like, today's my last day here. And I oh, thought I'd ask you Lord. a little more. And we're not courting one. It's not a courtship or anything. No. But we do have like have conversations. She speaks I mean, Japanese. She sounds amazing besides the vape she part. Does, she does sound amazing. And um and, and then it, the embarrassing part was like, well, what's your podcast called? And this happened today, and I'm wearing the same shirt. <laughs> um, it's on my shirt. It's on my shirt. What? It's on my shirt. What do you mean it's on your shirt? This is thing on my shirt is my podcast. <laughs> it's so it, all uh-huh. of it, it went from embarrassing to heartwarming to really embarrassing again immediately. Ah. Um, I don't know, but it, it also like I don't know why. Like I've I've always projected that to every one of you like your hobbies and what you like are nothing to be ashamed of ever and like and i was and i looked like an <laughs> asshole yeah all i had to yeah. do was say it you know she's like i know you, you know i go to every comic-con like oh now we have everything in the world to yeah. talk about well and- <laughs> that your, your hobbies are nothing to be ashamed of holds up until you meet your first real adult and then it's like you don't actually want to know about this. Well, oh, what's what's the hot new video game out now? You don't care. I do, but she asked me over and over again, <laughs> like as in like just tell me. Nothing to be ashamed. I, yeah, I know how to feel out people. I know it's a bad smell. I'm sorry, Raven. Um, someone tell an amazing. Um, I have one more. They're all pants related for some reason. I just realized. Well, this. Uh, so I think it was GDC 2010. We know your character sheets. I know. Uh, so uh, this was when I was at GamePro, and I was like, I had a break in between my a demo I had that day, and then something I had to do that night. Uh, I went to. Uh, this place that's it's been around for a few years now, but it just opened called Sushi Rito, which is a sushi roll the size of a burrito. Oh, I, nice! Yeah. Is it a new location? Because I know there's been there. It's yeah, been no, yeah, the one in okay. s- in South of Market has been there, like <laughs> it just opened when I went there. Oh, okay. Well, I went back to the office and like <laughs> was having lunch with somebody in the office, but I had to rush back, and in the process of rushing back, I spilled soy sauce all over my pants, <laughs> and they were. It's brown. They were tan pants. <laughs> they were tan pants, so it, it definitely showed. Oh. So I uh, I rushed home and had to change my pants at GDC during GDC. The, that, this is not a. <laughs> and I just remember, like otherwise, I would have just taken the rest of the day off or mm-hmm. worked from home. Mm-hmm. But I knew I had to come back into the 
into like this part of the city because I had some there was some party that night that I wanted. I to I only do. heard Venture Brothers mention the dude. You got a dab. You got a dab. Like when you pee and like a little extra pee sometimes comes out <laughs> if you're being not being careful. Uh, I was doing at a soccer game with my little umbros. God, was I pretty? Um, and and uh, I'm peeing and like you're in, Chris. I'm like. Piss go out faster. What were you peeing? And it, Where are you peeing? And it at didn't. A game? Uh, like over in the, on the side of the field. This is in like Thomasville, Georgia, or Dothan, yeah. Alabama. Where you can do that. Yeah, where you where like right. well where, no where like on, on a soccer field. It's like if there's three soccer fields in between you and the bathroom, mm. that's like 45 minutes of a walk. You can't do it. Mm. Uh, and I was peeing, and he's like, <laughs> "Get back in the game," and I just didn't. I looked down, and I'm like, oh, my fucking God. And I had to play, like, this rigorous defense with this giant piss stain <laughs> on front of my umbros. It was awful. No uh, pants stories. You should have incorporated that into your defense. Like, oh, it all, also, this was E3. This is, e, e, <laughs> this is E3 1992. <laughs> yeah, okay, good. You guys were demo- demoing FIFA. <laughs> yes. Somehow. Um, I have a story of pants destruction, if we want to move in that direction. I uh, was meeting uh, our friends Brett and Carolyn for dinner at uh, Goat Hill Pizza, and I had parked too close to another car, and so I I opened the, the door of my car, and like there was just enough room for me to squeeze out. And as I was squeezing out, like the the back pocket of my pants or a belt loop something <laughs> caught on some part of the door and it's like oh, I'm stuck and it's just like push out a little more and like a huge flap just tears off the back Aww. of my jeans and like I got you know my my shorts are clearly visible and like fuck and I like duck back in the car my friends are waiting for me in the restaurant I'm late and like uh, I'm texting Diana who's, who's bussing over to me meet pants. me yeah, like, stop, can you stop by the gap or something and bring me a pair of pants oh my god and so Brett like finally texts me and it's like what's going on I'm like uh, so, like I tell him like I'm stuck in my car my pants are torn up <laughs> and he comes out and he he gives me his hoodie to wear around oh, my that's waist. What you, say. you tie it around preppy. Yeah, to, to uh. wear around my waist to cover up the giant rip in my pants. Uh, and yeah. so I go in and eat dinner like that. Where your pants, where you get full and your pants rip even further. There is mm-hmm. nothing funnier than a grown adult ripping their pants. It, the sound <laughs> is funny. Every time it happens, it's funny. Ah, uh, yeah, uh, yeah. I gave myself a toddler ass flap essentially <laughs> in my <laughs> jeans, only to reveal another beard. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, sure. I have have a beard on my ass why not <laughs> i'm projecting um <laughs> a little bit of a copper tone baby moment there. Oh, yeah. <laughs> ray do you have any additional embarrassing con and or oh. pants stories uh i feel bad asking you again <laughs> yeah i mean i really i really laid out my my worst one there All right. Right. yeah sorry <laughs> Sorry, close it down. I can empty my All right, dick. let us know what yours is. And in the meantime, uh, plugs. Ray, do you have anything you want to? Yeah, sure. Wh- where, where can our listeners find you? Well, uh, first of all, I'm on Twitter, R-D-B-A-A-A. That's three A's. I love um, that you got a short Twitter name. Yeah. I was really jealous when I saw it. Oh, okay. I mean, it wasn't that hard. I know, but I was like, it's going to be my name. Like yeah. I, like that guy who got at farts. Like, why don't, I was oh, there sure, early. Sure, I should have sure. just done anything. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. Uh, let's see what else. I also do my own goofy podcast, No More Whoppers. I do that with my best friend, Alex, who lives in Japan. He runs a video game bar now in Japan. Oh, wow. So if you're ever in Nagoya, in central Japan, go ahead. 
Spend the money to take the bullet train from Tokyo to Nagoya. Go see his bar. Anyway, we have a lot of fun. Sometimes we talk about video games because it's the only thing I can really reliably talk about. Um, <laughs> but otherwise, yeah, a lot of goofing around, much like the fine podcast on the Laser Time Network. Uh, let's see. And, of course, uh, because we Where started up... come from? The name? Uh, well... <laughs> It's a bit of an explanation. You can go to our website and find out. Okay. okay. I, I, I clipped out a portion on sound curious. Yeah, it's it's an in-joke, I'll tell you that much. Mm-hmm. Like everything on the show. Uh, and because we started off talking about the Tower of Juraga and all that other uh, <laughs> facts about Journey. Uh, <clears throat> I, this podcast really is for no one. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I have 12 issues of a video game history magazine. Uh. Called the best. Scroll Scroll VG. Um, I'm done making it, but it'll be online indefinitely. It's so and, excellent. Uh, yeah, mm-hmm. just go there, mm-hmm. buy a copy, and uh, if you like what you see, I yeah. love when I fall in a Google rabbit hole. I always on something. I'm I need to know everything. I yeah. encounter you and Bob so frequently. <laughs> um, yeah. And I just want to... Are we done with your plugs? I'm sorry. Well, I mean, sure. Retronauts, sure. Why not? Yeah, I, mean, I was, I was segueing to Retronauts because I'm on this week's episode. Um, yeah. Fucking... I love, I love that like I when I'm looking for something I'm interested in I encounter you and Bob uh-huh. and then like occasionally I'll do something and like only Bob Mackey or you will be like that was pretty cool like <laughs> yeah my audience <laughs> yes yeah. yes and, like, yeah. and Bob was like I saw your Tiny Toons video games video like uh, the top five Tiny Toons video games and like we should do a whole Retronauts about that right and I'm like fuck yeah we should and, uh, and, it, and so it went up on that one. yeah uh, me and Hank are on that one and um I do want to plug that, but retronauts.com, I'm mm-hmm. guessing. Um, yeah, no, that episode was good, and I think I'll be on pretty soon mm-hmm. as well. Uh, I mean, I don't host it as much mm-hmm. anymore, but I still guess on it. So. Mm-hmm. I sh- this is probably a question more for Bob, but do you know how what, what how long the lead time is between recording and posting? Oh, because that's a, it's inside baseball. <laughs> so. No, I'm just I'm just curious because like uh, an episode will go up that I'm on, and it's like I think I, what, yeah. I did that months ago. Yeah, when but they have that? to like fly someone out to record yeah. episodes. No, yeah, okay. that's our new plan. So mm-hmm. we started doing it a month in advance. So we just started yeah, banking a, a month's bit. worth. So. I apologize if that was rude. I, I, I don't care. Thanks. Okay. <laughs> Why would I care? I care. I don't want to. Ha- I don't want to tell you how long. I'm in a friggin' kitchen. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to have this up tomorrow. <laughs> the retro <laughs> games ain't getting any older. Yeah, I have a studio sure, too. True. <laughs> <laughs> it's uh, a vault. It, that in laser time this week, um, we took a little bit of a. We veered off from our. Traditional stuff and just did a salute to Leonard Nimoy. Uh, but it's, it's super impromptu and a lot of Star Like half of it is all Star Trek talk. But the, sort of the idea of like I haven't seen a lot of Star Trek, but Leonard Nimoy was like my digital grandfather. He was always hmm. around me all the time. It's a weird person to not have in my life anymore. Yeah. I don't, I'm not happy about it. And I'm more than happy to devote an entire episode mm-hmm. to somebody of that magnitude. I love the Star Trek movies. I just don't, mm-hmm. I don't know the, the original series that well. Um, R.I.P. Leonard Malton. I know. I know. <laughs> R.I.P. Director of Three Men and a Baby. There's one time where I did it intentionally in the show. Can you find it? Anyway, <laughs> that that and Henry, we do Cape Crisis every week, our comic book show. You should listen to that, yo. And me and Dave did a, a Clay Fighter stream yep. this week. Thanks, Dave. To that game sucks. the game that was announced that I don't think anyone really cares about because those games are kind of but It doesn't even have like Wild Thornberry's I was forced to watch this nostalgia, yet... How <laughs> did that, that it was even misinterpreted as something that had to happen again? I don't know. I'm kind of glad it, it was. Does. Yeah, it was literally like yeah, it was. I I've played dozens and dozens of hours of Street Fighter and Mortal mm-hmm. Kombat. This looks like uh, it's something I should play next. 
Yeah, they T2 Judgment Clay. Mm-hmm. Uh, it, that It's literally classified as C2. C2 Judgment <laughs> oh, C2, Clay. C2, C2 Judgment yeah. Clay. C2 yes, Judgment thank Clay you. to make it impossible to understand. And then the next one's uh, named after uh, Naked, Naked Gun. Gun. Mm-hmm. But we played the exclusive, the Blockbuster exclusive Sculptor's Cut, <laughs> yeah, which yes. you can't buy. You can only rent from Blockbuster. Oh. Two more characters. So was was Santa one of those characters? Was um, it like Santa and the racist Asian guy. Racist Asian guy's in there. Uh, Santa is murdered in one of them. Apparently, huh. Sages, yeah. Mm. Um, Sumo no, that, Santa. That's what I was thinking yeah. of. Um, we didn't play it much in the him. last one. But any, Don't uh, spoil it, Dick. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I host Cheap Popcast, the wrestling podcast. Latest episode, we talked about... Uh, I'm from Hollywood. Yeah, wrestlers whose gimmicks are that they are Hollywood actors and they're better than you. And, oh, okay. and that included a lot of Andy Kaufman talk, which was a nice uh, uh, thing yeah. to touch on. From Memphis, Tennessee. I'm from Hollywood. I'm smart. I'll sue you all. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, you can follow me personally on Twitter at Wikiparas or the show at VG Apocalypse. Mostly it's just advisories of when the show is live and ready to listen to. So useful if you're up at 4 or 5 a.m. on Thursdays, uh, whenever that is. At least you pick a time. Uh, It's a vague time. But um, also I've been asked to give a shout-out to the Laser Time Facebook group. Mm-hmm. So, um, mm. yeah, go pay attention to that. Join, like, subscribe, whatever it is you do. And thanks for listening, everybody. See you next week. Yeah, Michael doesn't have a secret sound now. Therefore, his 200th show is going to suck balls. Oh, it is. It is. I like your Totoro Mary Poppins shirt. Thank you.